0: Welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode one hundred and seventy. It's not one hundred and seventy, is it not? We're I mean, not that far. It's one hundred and sixty, maybe. No, it was like one hundred and sixty-nine the other day. No, it wasn't. Is it not? No, you have noticed yet? One hundred and fifty-nine. We're actually one hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty. I was sorry. I was ten ahead. You know what I'm like. You know, I say I've got, I've got an eighteen-inch penis, and really, it's four inches. I just don't know numbers very well. Anyway, and welcome, Crit, crit, crit Apocalypse, episode one hundred and sixty. We made it. I might die during this episode. You might die during this episode. Ants actually eaten his weight in human balls, um, just gobbling them down. I've never seen it. Is that, that was, what kebab is? That's terrible. It <laughs> might be some lamb ball in there, like some heart maybe. Um, no, Ant just ate an extortion amount of food, just insane amount of food, and he did it in about twelve minutes, which isn't bad.
1: Yeah, but the the coke is a slim ball. Yeah. Slim can.
0: Well, it's the same weight though, isn't it? It's 330ml or is it 300 250 Oh, Oh, they've really ripped you off there. Yeah. Is that regular price Coke as well? I think so, but it says oh. slim. I don't know, man. I just... Meanwhile, I'm doing a J Balman. I'm just drinking coffee oh. at all times.
1: It's not really coffee. It is coffee. Hmm.
0: It's not cum. I don't have this mm. much cum. No. <laughs> I've spent that. I've spent all my cum. I've got maybe an 18th of the cum to that's kill in it. To your here. mate Frankie. What? Frankie Goes to Hollywood. What happened when Frankie Goes to Hollywood? He famously drank, like, a litre
1: of cum at a nightclub. Really? Allegedly, everyone took turns filling up How a jar. How much cum does a
0: single person like, produce? Like, filling,
1: filling up a pitcher. Yeah. And then he drank it, allegedly. The lead singer of Frankie Goes to Hollywood.
0: Oh. You've got to imagine the... Consi- classic story, The stuff. consistency of that's all over the shop. Mm, maybe. It's Freddie like, Mercury might have been there. Like, because you know, like, if someone's been a bit dehydrated, and they've shot one out, it's going to be, like, yoghurt. But if someone's been, you know... They've been holding one in for like a couple I don't know, of days. No, I haven't um, you know had many fired at me from different people. No, I'm just observing my own. It's ah. all over the shop in terms of consistency. Lovely. One day it'll be like wallpaper paste, the next day it'll be like like a like a clear shampoo. You know, just a, a day in and day out. Especially when I'm exercising, it gets weird when I'm exercising. Everything gets weird when you're exercising. They don't tell you this, but your shit's just become like an event.
1: I know, I know. I can see it in the toilet. Yeah, sometimes. see the mess. Sometimes,
0: guys. <laughs> it's like, imagine a curry yogurt. <laughs> is this how you want to introduce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about my arsehole when I'm running. Um, no, 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 let's talk about stuff and things. There's some news. No. some news and stuff. No. Black Widow. No. Still, coming, no. still coming to cinemas. Spiral the from the Book of Saw out this week. I've got a very fun review this week to go through. Um. Army of the Dead is out on Friday and I'm actually genuinely excited to see a Zack Snyder film I'm really excited Apparently about Richard
1: this. Cheese song is in it
0: yeah at the beginning yeah yeah. I'm re- I've, I've already seen the first 15 minutes they released it as like a promo thing Yeah. Um, well, they did that for Dawn of the Dead yeah they did that's the early 2000s yeah. So that's what convinced well, me to see it the first 10 minutes Yeah, Dawn of the Dead was, did the intro I think they even escaping. had
1: friggin Mark Cousins present it or come no it
0: was Alex Zane because Alex Zane was in it
1: Nah. Yeah,
0: Alex Zane's in Dawn of the Dead. Nah, it was one of the
1: people like um, respectable when presented it on Channel Four.
0: No, Alex Zane. Wait, are no, you thinking Alex of? No, Alex not presentable. She's are you thinking of who are you thinking of? Because Alex Zane is not the guy, not the bald yeah, South he's a African skinny, guy. irritating guy. Yeah, he's he's in Dawn of the Dead. Is he? Yeah. So I was obsessed with zombie films when I was a kid, and I had the original Dawn of the, of the film Dead anymore. Pardon? Don't like the film anymore. <laughs> um and I was obsessed with Dawn of the Dead and I was watching all the MTV and MTV Two. He would have been like twelve when that film no, came, it wasn't out. Anything. He's like fifty now. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um and I was really obsessed skinny, with skinny shitty comedian yeah. with the with the hair. Yeah. I was really obsessed with uh, <coughs> with all of all zombie films that were coming out, like Shaun of the Dead and this and stuff like that. I saw Shaun of the Dead twice in the same same couple of days. Um fucking loved it. Is that it? Just twice. Uh, yeah, only 12 Uh no but um but Dawn of the Dead I was obsessed with and I I was watching all the supplementary stuff as it was being released. And they had a making got of the US version. They had a making of documentary where Alex Zane went to the set and interviewed. Oh no, it wasn't a making of or anything, it was literally just like a
1: like a ten minutes thing. It was on in like nine like ten o'clock in the This evening. is
0: how I'm I'm telling you what what I saw and mm. why I know it's Alex Zane who did that. Oh, who cares? So Alex Zane did a set visit and oh. got to run. Oh. And it turns out, so this should have been the first hit on Zack Snyder's a psychopath. So you know the people they hired for zombies? Except for the ones that have spoken lines Ooh. and are shown in some of the scenes. So you know, like the chubby people. But zombies don't have speaking lines. No, the, you know the ones that start as human and then transform. So oh. apart from those people, most of the zombies in that film were like athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like serious athletes. So um, Alex Zane shot a scene, and you know it's where they break into the garage. I can point out which one's Alex Zane still because I remember I this so care. so distinctly. Um, but where they break into the mall after breaking into the garage, and they're running up that that the marble stairs that lead towards the exit, where they've they've modded the vans. Uh, one of those is Alex Zane running, mm-hmm. and he says that like he was like, "Oh, I didn't realize that you need to be an athlete to do this." And Zack Snyder was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we've hired only." Like really fast people for the specific reason that they have to go up those stairs and we wanted to do it fast because they've just got like seven or eight steps <laughs> that just yeah. lead up and you could like he's out of breath every time they talk to him about being in the scene. Zack like, exactly.
1: Snyder's so like just look at their sinewy muscles and what well, I mm,
0: I've thought about this since the loins. I've thought about this ever since that <clears throat> I saw that documentary. I thought about it and like when you he's think in the closet. when you think about the zombies in that film and yeah. you think about the people in general, they are all quite hench. Hedge- like the, you know, at the end, the zombie that lifts up the the gas tan- the canister, the LPG gas well, the weaker canister.
1: zombies got to eat them.
0: <laughs> they don't eat each other though.
1: The humans eat the zombies. Oh right, Good yeah, point. that's yeah, how the zombie if you virus the started. Meat, it's not,
0: yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, but so Army of Dead's out on Friday. Really excited about that. So I'm who else very is in a movie? In.
1: What? Andy Peters is in Toy Story two.
0: Andy Peters, the children's presenter? yeah, the top of the pops producer. Yes, who was a top of the pops producer from two thousand two to two thousand six? When what happened? Top Hawks got cancelled. It <laughs> did indeed. It did indeed. He's
1: still a producer of television.
0: No, he's not. He now there's does. All sorts.
1: He's got he, he has a media company. Tiger Aspect is his company.
0: Oh is it? Yeah. Oh there you go.
1: But he um In Toy Story 2, when they're at the plane terminal yeah. and there's a baggage handler throwing bags, you hear one go, Hold on, there's still some bags in the terminal and he's just has got a suspiciously British accent because that's Andy Peters.
0: It's a bit like whenever um <clears throat> it's like now that Taika Waititi has become like a big director and Richard Iodi has like a lot of clout across the world now. When 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 Taika Waititi brings his friends in you hear that South Af- in that that New Zealand ac- accent stuff. Like I don't know if you got this but you know in Seoul where most of the lead actors oh, yeah, were yeah. all American and then you've got Richard Iody and the woman who plays the enforcement officer mm. from from uh, Hunt for the Water People. Yeah. It's just Richard Ayoade comes in and goes, "Hello, I'm Richard Ayoade." <laughs> What have they done? Where have they gone? <laughs> and then
1: You've just... got to sort this out and sort <laughs> it out fast, Dag. If you don't, your ass is grass, and wonton has got the lawnmower.
0: <laughs> three, three, four, five, seven. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's it's really interesting that there's like that spread now. Anyway, Army of the, Army of the Dead, sound Freddy? Very excited, shit. very excited. I'm going to see Spiral from the book of saw this week. I'm very excited about that <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, really exciting times. Cinemas are back, baby and also at some point next week over 35s are going to st- start getting their vaccines
1: <laughs> yeah I tried to book mine because over 38s can and the nearest destination is Heathrow right now there was Guildford the other day but I couldn't book because I didn't know when I'd have a day off work
0: oh right and, it's probably really and now busy. it says Heathrow
1: fuck I ain't travelling to Heathrow no,
0: no there's
1: centres in Woking we've got a test centre around the corner yeah but I can't get a book a thing so I'm going to die of Covid now I yeah. Know,
0: I just didn't realise it was gonna be that shit. I thought it was gonna be quite easy. No,
1: absolutely fucking nightmare. Oh. Uh, anyway.
0: Okay. Uh but yeah, other than that, like uh guess. other than that, guess. you know, Shin Megami Tensai Tensei free yeah. is, is out oh, yeah. is out on the twenty fifth. No one no one cares about twenty fifth, I care. Seventy now. Your review out, you're going first this week. What do we do? We review stuff and things. Meetopia
1: demo? Yeah, I played the demo. I played through the whole demo. It's yeah. quite a long demo. It's about like three hours long. i
0: played it on the 3DS.
1: Yeah, no one cares about the 3DS version. No, oh, I is didn't it know not existed. the same
0: game?
1: Probably not. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> right? So in this game, there's some evil thing and he's stealing people's faces.
0: Wait, did you say meevil? Evil. No, it's meevil. Meevil. Yeah, it's like yeah. Sims. You know oh, like Simlish no. is their yeah. language. Yeah, it's meevil.
1: Anyway, he's seeing people's faces and that gives you a chance to replace people's faces. But whenever you go to a new area, it's like, hey, um, make faces. So I populated villages with like Stone Cold Steve Austin and stuff. Mm. And then I just got bored and I just let the generic face thing kick in. Um, But then it came time to make my party. And my party had me, because I just used my base me, and Dobbs from Peep Show and Gerard from Peep Show. Wait, Dobby? Yeah, Dobby. And, um, and, 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 um... Dean Lerner from <laughs> Garth Mringley's Dark Place. Nice. Um, and D- Dean Lerner and Gerard got along quite well. Oh, yeah. um, I can imagine quite, they've got yeah. the same
0: sort of minds. Yeah.
1: And I also, I made one of, um, who was the other one I made? I made another one and he saved the day and he was really cool about it. And he looked flashy. He was a very dashing hero. Cool. But um, at least I didn't use one of mere... Controversial memes, the week memes that I used to have on the old one. I had Charles Manson on uh, my 3DS and my Charles, Man- Charles Manson didn't actually kill
0: anyone. He's
1: a bit of a nutter. He's just nuts, yeah. But anyway, it's a nice little RPG. It's like, you know, just really simple. The combat system's quite nice because at first it's just like, do your move, attack, blah. But then as you build up the bonds between the characters, because it's all about having friends and stuff, and you book into an inn, you build up your your friendship when they stay in a room together, when they chat together, or when they go on adventures and stuff, like when they go off fishing or something. Yeah. Um, and then you start getting more sort of like, not so much moves, but as little perks that will kick in. And they're things like, you know, you might warn another player character that they're about to get attacked, so they have a chance to dodge. Or you'll jump in the way of an attack to take the damage and things like that. And it just all are sorts of to, passive how things. are you
0: meant to effectively manage a party... With a bunch of these fucking renegades jumping in front of attacks.
1: It all works out quite well because some of them will just start healing you. Some will encourage you and boost you. Just, um, Do you have to pay for those for heals with uh, MP? No, you get little sprinkles. You get, you can sprinkle health on people. You get so many sprinkles per fight. So you get like a sprinkle that can revive one person during a fight. Yeah. And you get magic point sprinkles and hit point sprinkles. So you've got a limited amount. So anytime during a fight, you can pause it and sprinkle it on to replenish health. Okay. Once you've got a mage, you can heal. But you have to wait for his turn to come around to heal him. Yeah. And um, you can
0: only heal one person at a time. Yeah.
1: Well, at the start of this demo, you can anyway. Um, but it's, um, it's quite a fun, enjoyable thing. There was a horse. And the horse is me too. You can you can customise the horse. Um, the craziest thing, though, is the makeup. They got this makeup thing in there and that is like basically like Forza Motorsports car design thing, but on faces. So you can just go nuts with the designs and you can manipulate people's faces into new ways. So you can start like integrating the eyes and the mouth and stuff into the designs you made. I saw one person did one where it was like a Discord thing and there was a little tiny Discord um pop up like message with an emoji in it and he had made the tiny little emoji's mouth, the mouth okay. for the character. Yeah. So when it talks the little tiny emoji mouth moves. Um But yeah, you can just do some really wacky stuff and I didn't do my I messed around with Gerard and I gave him like I made him look pasty and ill and gave him a little tube coming out of his nose, like like in Peep Show. Um but yeah He, he dies
0: in Peep Show, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah he dies of the flu. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got a weak everything.
0: He's got a, yeah. <laughs> Gerard's
1: died of the flu. Bullshit. And for, some, and for
0: some reason Mark seems to find him some sort of some sort of uh Rival, love rival Yeah, it is
1: I mean, to be honest Between Mark and Gerard It is Gerard, yeah They're all about the same level So
0: That's true Mm -hmm. I never understood that Like, Mark never gets better
1: No That's the point in the show Yeah, I know Yeah, but at the end They're okay with not getting better are they
0: though? That's
1: how the show ends
0: I know, but they're both quite sad It's
1: then with them being okay With that they haven't got succeeded or anything Yeah but um no, but yeah, that's me. Me is is fun. I was expecting it to be a bit more like the Street Pass quest and utilize the colors and all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, but no, it does nothing like that. No, it's much more of a like you know just standard RPG. But it's fun, silly. It's got some witty dialogue, a oh, good yeah. sense of humor. Give humour. me an example of that witty dialogue. Characters say witty things. I don't remember. It was like three weeks ago I played no, no, it.
0: No, fine, no, fine.
1: I was going to review it on the last podcast, but someone was all like, "Why don't you review everything?"
0: No, you wouldn't let me review stuff.
1: I'm I'm in charge. You motherfucker. But anyway, it's, it's, it's decent. I'm going to play... I probably want to play the full game when it comes out next week.
0: It is next week. I think, yes. yeah. The 25th. Yeah. The same day as Shin Megami Tensei 3, which you said wasn't a noob. It doesn't have Mii's in it. It doesn't if you don't want it to. No. But anyway. Uh, that's the end of the show. Bye. Bye, everyone. Uh, this has been Chris Apocalypse. You can find us on... <laughs> I guess it's my fucking review then, is it?
1: I guess. If you can stop looking
0: at your phone for two seconds. fine. My first review this week is of a thing that ended three years ago and I shouldn't have watched, but of course, Netflix bought a Crackle series, didn't they? A Crackle? Do you remember Crackle? No. So, Crackle was going to be a free streaming service supported by ads. It was eventually bought by Sony, or was originally part-owned by Sony, and was... Not only not only the place where they released the incredibly bad Joe Dirt two, but it was also home to a series called Startup. Do you, have you heard about the series? No. No. Okay, so it's it's produced and starring Adam Brody as someone who is working in investment banking. Who's Adam Brody? Adam Brody is the one from The OC, the handsome guy who is always just oh, the one who's of... not Colin Hanks.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not Colin
0: Hanks. Shazam! At the end of Shazam. Yeah, him. Yeah, he flies. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. He's not. He's not gross. He's a good guy. Apparently, I don't know. Might be gross. Uh, in this, he's, he's gonna... got the face of a serial killer. No, he doesn't. He has the face yeah, of a Hanks. he, has. he a face... looks like Colin Hanks, and Colin he's Hanks is a good. H- he
1: looks more like Colin Hanks than Colin Hanks does.
0: Yeah, exactly. He yeah. doesn't look like Chet Hanks, that's for sure. No. No one no, wants to look God. like Chet Bang <laughs> God.
1: No one wants to sound like Chet Hanks.
0: <laughs> it's White Boy Summer, man. <laughs> According to Chet Hanks.
1: Even Tom's embarrassed by him, and Tom's like the most know, like, the agreeable kind of guy in the, <laughs> in the world. And even um, he's just like, fucking this kid. Chet, just shut
0: up. Chet, I'm not giving you any more money. You have to do whatever you did before.
1: He's got to be Kurt Russell's kid. You reckon? Yeah, probably. Can't be, Ch- can't be what, Tom's.
0: Wait, did Kurt Russell sleep with... Uh,
1: I don't know, I'm just going to assume.
0: Oh, okay. You assume Kurt Russell slept with everyone? Yeah. He's been married to Goldie Horn for years, hasn't he?
1: He knows, man, he knows.
0: Kurt Russell's amazing. Let's talk about Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. So I watched three seasons of a series called Startup. It was released on Netflix last week because um, they procured it from Crackle. Um, and it is very simply... Um, it was released in 2016 when um, cryptocurrency was just starting and it is essentially the idea uh. that a woman... Has created well. She spent the last like seven years of her life developing an algorithm that would basically provide the world a banking system outside of regulation by governments and with its own set um, interest rates and such. And basically, it would be a massive fund where everybody could could have their money held. At the same time, people that required money could have money. So like people that needed. Life-saving medicine or rent and such, they could have that provided to them. Just have a health service. I mean, yeah, the normal benefits. You know, in all in all reality,
1: like most countries in the world. Yeah. In all reality,
0: like the problems in the series that are expressed, are mostly in America.
1: America will constantly try to find the worst way to solve its own problems. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, the and never the ways that other countries have (laughs) solved. In this, the kind of the idea is that this this Mexican lady has. Well, no, she's American, but she's got like Mexican heritage and Cuban heritage. She's just she's created the system, and her idea is that. That She wants to provide the ability to store and use money outside of traditional banking systems because there are countries, or at least there were countries in 2016, that wouldn't allow women to have bank accounts. That meant that in countries where they didn't have access to bank accounts all over the place, in places like Africa where you'd have problems with that sort of thing, but would have some technology available.
1: But what if the women start spending the money on whatever they want?
0: Basically, think of it like, think of it like Bitcoin They mixed... might buy shoes. <laughs> think of it as Bitcoin mixed in with Webuy. Mm. You know, like in China, they've got one app, they've got Webuy, and you can text people on it, you can buy stuff on it, it's your everything. Huh. Um, and it's really interesting. They basically, eventually, that's what their whole idea develops into. But along the way, there are a lot of, like... It's called Startup. So a lot of it is, it starts with Ad- Adam Brody's dad is a bad dude who has... Been Tom
1: Hanks. Tom Hanks isn't a bad dude.
0: <laughs> who's, who's been an investment banker before him, but he, he is basically just been laundering money for people in of investment banking. And so he's owed tons of people money. He's made a lot of money, but he's also just a fucking shady dude. And he gives Adam Brody two million on a USB pen drive. Like it's basically just the routing information for different accounts. And said, this is yours... You need to send it to the accounts that are on that list. If you don't, I will be killed. Sam Brody takes it, and instead of doing what his dad said, because he doesn't believe his dad, his dad lied to him his entire life, he gives it to this girl to start her system, and he gets in from the ground up. They also find out that part of that money was owned by a Haitian gangster, who is part Mm -hmm. of the LH7, which is like a small... Group Why don't you explaining all the plot in Miami. This is just to set up the free characters So then
1: Yeah, but you do this and then you'll put, say a big spoiler and it will be like There's and it turns no out his dad is Thanos. No,
0: no spoilers here. I'm not going to spoil it because it's actually a really good series, but I just want to yeah. quickly explain. So the OH7 gang um they basically they have like a group like a community fund all their gangsters have a pot that is held by the king like the kingpin of the what gang. What is
1: the unifying idea of the series?
0: The unifying idea. Yeah. The unifying idea. Um, criminality on any level isn't isn't acceptable, but at the same time it is massively profitable profitable and all banking systems or all financial systems or all IT systems in Miami are linked to organized crime somehow.
1: That's not a question, they has to be a question. A unifying idea is like a one sentence what is the thing this is about?
0: Oh right, sorry. Even with the so even if people in a bad situation approach something with the best of intentions can they still create something good? Can they still create a good thing? And the answer is no, kind of. Um, It just balloons. And so, oh, and sorry. And then finally, because they've got this gangster on board, because there's this duck money and Adam Brody's father, Martin Freeman, who plays a FBI agent who's a financial... Oh, I loved him in Black Panther. (laughs) He's a financial crimes investigator. Hmm. He's like, he runs his own department. He has essentially like started hearing wind of what they're doing. And wants to catch Adam Brody's dad, but doesn't seem like he's going to be able to, so he's gonna try and pin those crimes on Adam Brody. And how does that look and how does that happen and what happens there and why does oh, that happen? Corrupt people. And uh, and it's fucking incredible. It's really good. Like it's stupidly. But it was on again. crackle. But it was on crackle so, only so one no series. one saw it. No, it's three seasons. Oh, it got three seasons. It was the most popular Crackle show, so it's the only one sort of float to the top of the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only one buoyant enough to survive. So there's now this like renewed interest in a season four, and I think that it's very clear where they wanted to go with season four, and it'd be really interesting to see that happen, but I don't think that they Because by the second season, Ron Pullman comes on as a producer and has a starring role in it, oh. and he's really fucking good in it. He plays like a shady old-school investor, a bit like Adam Brody's dad. And like he has ties to like he's like, Nick, everyone's a criminal.
1: Of course he has ties, he's an investor. No, no, so. but he has
0: like ties to all the criminality that his dad knew about, and he may or may not have been involved in Oh metaphorical ties. Yeah. He may or yeah. may not have been involved in that initial pot pot of money that mm. they, they had. Um and also what that looks like in terms of his lineage, where his father was and what his father was up to. Um and yeah, it's it's a really fucking good series. Like everyone's really, really good. Especially, and this is one of the aspects, that, like, so often in these programs, you get, like, you get someone who is a gangster and it's, like, a stereotypical thing and, like, you get a character in this. So the Haitian gangster character, he he doesn't... So his name's Roland. They all call him Ron or Ronnie. Um, and he, he basically... That's
1: not the short one for Roland.
0: No, no, but they call him...
1: Uh, ro- 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 Rolo is short for Roland. In the UK. Or Rolly. In the UK. Do you remember Rolo to the rescue?
0: No, but I remember Rolo. Gang. Wasn't it Rolo in Grange Hill? Oh, the fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in this Roland, he, so he's the gangster. And he is, he is often the first one to violence. If the situation needs violence. But if it doesn't, he keeps a much more level <coughs> head than the others. Because he's sort of used to the tension, used to that escalation going on. <laughs> um, and his story throughout this is fucking fascinating. Like, Adam Brody, he's a white guy, quits his job to, like, throw full into this thing and then just keeps being a white guy. And, like, eventually he's, like, a waiter, but he's still trying to be an investment banker. He's, like, doing a bit of hustling. And that's as interesting as his story gets. And then, like, his dad's stuff in the background. Most of that feels like it's happening to his dad and not to him. There's, like, a weird disconnect there that doesn't really work. The, the, um, the Mexican girl, Izzy, Isabel, she's great, but, like, a lot of her problems she is really self-destructive. So there's that frustration to that character where you're like, oh, you know what the right move is here, but you're making all the wrong ones on purpose. But Roland what is con- <laughs> but constantly trying to make the right move. And like, um, a very minor spoiler because he's not a main character, but Roland loses a kid at one point. Yeah. But he loses a kid in a way that... We're in the shopping mall. <laughs> He loses his kid in a way that is very natural that could happen to anyone whose kid's growing up in that sort of environment, where there's a lot of poverty, there is a lot of gang violence, and like it's all linked to like the environmental and economical state of that situation. And like it is just literally like, my dad's bigger than your dad, your dad's a fucking prick, my dad says your dad's a prick, he's such a fucking prick. And there's like someone fronting basically a party, you know, like when you're a kid, like, and when you're. You'd like... A chav would try and fight you and, like, you'd be like...
1: Oh, we didn't uh, have chavs in my day.
0: Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Back in my day, when chavs would try and fight you, if you hit a chav, the response would be, I'm calling my dad. My dad's coming down. He's going to fucking kill you. Mm. And, like, you'd be like, well, I'll call my dad, I guess. <laughs> like, what would be yours? And like, my dad's Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> and often it would just end up being two kids fighting. No one's parents actually ever turned up. I mean damning indictment of people's parenting skills in the UK but my parents never turned up to anything. (laughs) Mum, I'm being beaten up! Not even your birthday. (laughs) Oftentimes not, oddly enough. Um, But but with regards to this, it's it's two boys. I've never had a bar mitzvah. What? I I never became a man. (laughs) Are you talking about my Jewish heritage? (laughs) I love the fact... (laughs) You can see that I have a massive bush of curly hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, with regards to with regards to the story, yeah, Roland is the character that goes through the most growth. Like, he, he goes through periods of adjustment and anger and anguish and sadness and even, like, there is even a decision he makes that basically is his moment where he's, his wife, his whole family, is saying, you need to grow up, you need to let this go. And when he is talking about his gang, who he has been a part of since he was a kid and has never thought of it this way, but They're called a teenage gang. They're Mm. called like a low-level, low-operating teenage gang. And like the FBI, when they're investigating, they're like, these guys are kids. And they're like, well, they're not kids. They just never left. They just grew up, you know. And like, there's almost that that realisation to him. And also, you know, in the story term, like, yeah, all these guys are ready to pull out guns. But the whole time you're watching the series, the only time they pull out guns is when someone pulls a gun on them. They're never the first ones to make moves. They're constantly scared. They are almost like adult children. And it's so strange to see that. But you don't see that until you hear these people talking to him, frankly. And, like, the problem is that most of the people he encounters aren't scared of him. It's only... Sorry, are are scared of him. It's only when you meet someone later on in the story and they're not scared of him, like an FBI agent or a police officer, and they do say this stuff. And he's like, Huh. (laughs) Mm. Um, but yeah, fucking phenomenal series. Like I really enjoyed it. I watched, I watched it. And this was on Quibi. No, Crackle. Oh, Crackle. It's now on Netflix. The first two seasons are on UK Netflix. The third season's on Netflix in every other country but ours. So I literally put on a VPN and I was in well. Oh, was this a sponsored
1: by ExpressVPN?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, ExpressVPN. How much is it per month? Normally, <laughs> that's the price you get.
1: You get the first three months free if you use the. Um Offer code. Yeah. Mr. Sunday Nord movie. NordVPN slash.
0: I don't know. Name a YouTuber. Quibby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, if really. Q I N T O N. It's really odd that the UK's only got the first two seasons <laughs> when there are three seasons of this. But I think that the, It's the fried
1: Masters all over again. It
0: is. Where is season two? No, no. Give us season two. I don't even eat meat or half of the shit they cook on that show. I just like people you cooking. You shouldn't stuff. eat half the shit they cook <laughs> no, on that no, no, show. you die. <laughs> it's called the meat tornado. Like I literally died eating <laughs> it the other day. Son, you had me a meat tornado. <laughs> One of my favourite parks and rec scenes. Uh, but yeah, so um Yeah, it's it's on Netflix, so if you get the chance, watch it. I really fucking liked it. I think that it is very much a story of its time because cryptocurrency has become such a different thing now. This is the altruistic, this is what cryptocurrency should be, whereas now it's like fucking plumes of black smoke going into the sky as we kill the planet mining for a fucking 19-digit code like a cunt. Ah, uh, God!
1: Not even real money.
0: I know, I know. It has no value other than the value that's assigned to it. But saying that, that's all currency.
1: Oh, you might be able to use it to buy a Tesla. No, they've they've stopped all oh, cryptocurrency no, transactions. Oh, no. weird. Yeah, Probably because it wasn't worth anything. Uh,
0: Dogecoin dropped as well, didn't it? Oh, yeah. That was the only good one. I know. right? It was that's funny. The most interesting one. That's the meme one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, startup. The first, the first season's a bit shaky. The first season's like
1: you get a ten dollar. 10 pound bitcoin yeah, with yeah, you, Papa, Papa John's, John's right. Now. That ended that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's
1: what you happened. know what?
0: You know why that that happened? Cuz someone paid for two pizzas with 10,000 bitcoin in 2004 or 2007 or something. Oh god. And then that is the equivalent of 17,000 pizzas now. Oh god. Was it 10,000 or 100 of it. or I don't know. But yeah, like they have like some Well, no cuz it's still it's still higher value than than what $20 for two pizzas it probably would have been back then. Um but yeah, no stop. The, the first season it's just is... the day of
1: reckoning, like yeah. Papa John promised.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first season's a He's bit eaten shaky. He's forty pizzas in thirty days. Yeah, he was so sweaty in all of his TikToks. <coughs> How is he not dead? Uh, <coughs> the first season's good, um, but not great. It hooked me instantly just because I like Adam Brody and I do like um, um, Martin Freeman and stuff. And also the guy who played the guy who played um, Darwa a uh, Dar. Darwin, sorry, in uh, X Men First Class, he's the guy who plays a gangster. Yeah, he's got a weird shaped body to be a gangster. He's He's very skinny, skinny, but no, he's like hench as shit in this. But he's still got that skinny neck and head, so he looks like someone's taken the Incredible Hulk and just put Mark Ruffalo's head on him.
1: It's so dumb that he dies in first class. I know. It still bothers me to this day. It's so fucking stupid. He would
0: have just fucking turned to vapor or some shit and come back to Lothead. Well, did you see someone was complaining online? They were like, they were like, why didn't they keep Darwin? They could have just done what they do in the comics. And then someone came along and said, if you are telling me that they would turn a black man into a grey man with no lungs, I'm going to be very upset with you. And it's like, the fuck is this fight? (laughs) Who are these people? What is this? That's it's forced the- diversity. Right?
1: And great like, like, people. That's
0: the thing I don't understand is like in the comics, he literally, he starts as a white guy and then like so much shit happens to him that he just becomes an inhuman mess. And like they could have just done that in the film. I mean, I know that the CGI probably costs a little bit, but they shouldn't have killed him off.
1: It's anime, he turns into a cartoon.
0: He does, he like holds his hand down. He's like all stunned. Yeah, literally he turns
1: with. into cell animation. It doesn't make any sense. It's like Cool World.
0: Sense. Of course, because, the
1: cool world's the point of reference when you have live action and animation
0: <laughs> mixed together. That's the weird thing about that film as well, is I didn't like the scene where he put his head underwater and he grew gills and he put mm. his head out and the gills went away. And I was like, no, Darwin keeps that shit. Yeah. Like, that's the point.
1: Yeah, he gets fucked up. Yeah. He's got to be careful.
0: Like That's why he's a mess. Yeah. He's really interesting. He put his oh, dick so- in a
1: meat grinder once and just, I yeah. mean, Jesus.
0: Comes out like a wing chime, yeah. like in The Good Place. Yeah, Derek played by, uh, what's his name? Um, it's Jason a Manzoukas. Corkscrew. Jason Manzoukas, he goes, I don't really have generals. It's more like a wind chime. And then the woman who's like this horny cocaine addict who has managed to somehow get herself into her own private purgatory is like, we make it work. And goes, I just sort of mash it against her. And she's like, we make it work. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I give the first season of her- Helen Mirren. It's really, really good, but it's not as good as it could be. And then I give the last two seasons a uh, 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 Cape Blanchette. I find Kate Blanchette captivating she
1: was quite disgusted by you probably when she was here her. the other week I She's... do
0: not blame her for it she came around to hang out I with me I just called it captivating Cause... she can find me as disgusting as she likes because those words weren't warranted or asked for right. and that was an intrusion on her personal like she bubble. thinks
1: I'm alright she was hanging out with she me she called
0: you a cunt ah. <laughs> quite loudly no that's is that endearing <laughs>
1: <laughs> why I going to be mean
0: <laughs> why am I going to bring that up You review viewer
1: call me Kate
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want people to imagine you've got your phone <laughs> you just say, call me Kate into a phone
1: like Kate Blanchett lovely lady she is lovely yeah with black hair
0: Oh, I forgot to mention the Forever Purge being announced during the news. Yeah, season. I saw the trailer. <laughs> it does. It looks so cheap. And does shit. it look
1: like it's got missed the point of what the purge? Yeah, it does. Like, it does. Because now the rich people are the victims, apparently.
0: Well, I think the rich people. <coughs> the rich people are victims by proxy. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, think that's, I mean, that's what
0: they're saying.
1: I'd do the exact same film, but every time one of the rich people gets killed, you'd have a round of applause and everyone celebrates.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Confetti I, goes off. I'm kind of getting the feeling that maybe they're like a political. Group, maybe it's like uh, a thing to do with their ah, connections yeah, it's kind of boll-
1: They're all bollocks anyway. I hope in this one, like it turns films. out that they've
0: spent their whole purge just killing everyone in town, like yeah. literally killing everyone, like blowing people's houses up and shit like that. And then, like they try, like the rich people and these Mexican people try to escape, and it turns out there's no one to escape to, oh. and they're just being hunted through these burning, destroyed streets. Like purge forever, baby. Yeah. Purge forever. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> Your viewer, I'm
1: sorry. Right. What shall I do next? A thing. A thing. A thing.
0: Okay, let's
1: get a Carmen Rider Zero One. You come on, Ryder. Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider Zero One Real X Time. So this was a movie that came out in Japanese cinemas back in uh, December. Or thereabouts, and it was packaged with some other movies and stuff, like as a whole you know Here's our special film thing for this. For the winter It yeah. was originally meant to come out in summer But COVID delayed it Because obviously You know When they make when their priority is making the weekly TV show And you know Recording Filming stuff's going to take a lot longer Because of the COVID stuff Then you know They delayed the film And they said it after the series And they put a little teaser for the film At the end of the series mm-hmm. um, And the film is called Real X Time for a reason Because the film plays out in Real X Time So real time uh, Sort of Yeah So, basically, there's a villain, you see him at the end of the series, you don't really get a good introduction to him here, but you get good enough, because you didn't know who he was in the series anyway. But, um, he's got this big old sword thing, and he's doing some crazy shit, and it's going to create a special key, which is going to cause some sort of apocalypse that will wipe out the world. And you find out that Haydn, Arato Haydn has had a warning about this. Mm. Um, and basically, the whole film is set over the course of about an hour, although there's moments where it uses some time-stretching stuff going on and things happening in an alter- in a virtual reality thing to stretch out time. But all the main action takes place over an hour. Um, and they're basically in a race against time to stop the villain. And it starts off with Zero-One fighting him when the hour starts off, getting his ass kicked, getting launched out a window even though he demorphs or de-henshit he stops being Kahn Rider. he lands on a car somehow that doesn't kill him just sends him into a coma and he's linked to this satellite anyway it's a thing in the series and he ends up in some sort of virtual world where everyone's sleeping it's like really creepy there's like a he's on a subway train that classic thing Mm -hmm. you know subway train pulls into station he gets out everyone's lying on the floor passed out and there's one woman walking around who's like what's going on here I don't know what's going on here and it's like a whole (laughs) world um and the plot basically is you know is, is some alternative reality it's almost like the origin of the matrix <laughs> it could oh, okay be. like it the matrix yeah it could have been the origin of the matrix could, or, or if the Jap- if japanese were going to do the matrix um, there's some cool stuff in there like there's um the villain riders in it there's loads of people who are followers of this main villain like he's formed a cult and he's promised them they're all going to go to some you know promised land and all this sort of stuff and they all you know turn into Carmen riders their own Sort of generic ones. But um, they're actually people sat at their homes using, like, AI holographic avatars. And it does the whole thing where one of them's like a fat woman and her avatar's like a Moe, you know, J-pop idol-looking girl and all that. Mm. Or one of them's like some weedy little guy and he's got literally a wrestler. Like, it's a friggin', I can't remember his name, but it's a Japanese wrestler who's in friggin' all Japan. Um, I think it's the second time he's been in Carmen Rider as well. Um but you know, that's it's fun, you know, they shoot each other shoot themselves in the head and they kill themselves so they can respawn and things. Oh, cool. Got some things going on. Um But like action sequence wise, like it's a real step up. It feels like they were going, right, we had to delay this film from summer, so we owe them something big, because they haven't had the usual summer movie this year. We're gonna do a big movie. Um some really cool stunt sequences, like a really cool bit with um Valkyrie, Carmen Rider Valkyrie, riding a motocross bike, like upstairs and over like walls and you know, jumping over fences and smacking enemies in the head. And it's all done in, like, largely one long take. Yeah. Um, they do this thing when they shoot some action sequences where they literally have, like, a GoPro on a stick and they're moving it around to get the shot. Like, you can't... Obviously, it's off camera, but that's the cam- That's how they're getting the shot. Mm. But it allows them to do stuff where they can swoop the camera directly under the wheel, in between the wheels of the bike and stuff. and wow, cool. Do all sorts of really neat tricks. Um, loads of f- shots of, like... First person view of stuff as well, like whole sequences where it's like first person. You see them blocking, kicking, punching, all this, and really or like firing a gun, and the bullet. The camera follows the bullet poof, towards the enemy.
0: A bit like, um, a bit like some of the stuff they didn't upgrade. Yeah,
1: this is like you know, Carmen Ryder done on. Which, I mean, it's effectively a TV budget. I mean, they they have more of a budget because they're doing a film, but they don't shoot these things in three months. They shoot them in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I guess at the same time, if you've got stunt actors and your regular actors, you can shoot that shit. At the same time, also
0: like you've got to imagine once you've taken out the need for like masks and shit, like because yeah. you don't need to do any of the the tech stuff afterwards to hide people's faces if all the stunt people are just wearing the costumes. That's a yeah. fucking, it's insane. Do all
1: the voiceover in ADR, yeah. But um, it's, and a, f- get
0: it's a some of the actors, of Carmen Ryder are stunt people as yeah. well. They yeah, do their own stunts a lot of times.
1: Yeah, I mean the the original back in the old days they were all stuntmen.
0: Yeah,
1: um, like they that, they all that was their trade. Um, Ken uh, Kenji Oba, who's in Kill Bill,
0: yeah. Um, that was kind of like the whole secret, thing. Was they could pay them scale. Yeah. So like that was to avoid them, and because they didn't need they the. They don't pay them good anyway. <laughs> no, I mean, but now like because you've got two, you've got two teams. You've got the I acting doubt, team. Doubt
1: many of them live comfortably while they're working on these shows.
0: Yeah, but, some um, of them are like teachers and shit whilst they do it. Like no. one of them, one of the Carmen Ryder guys, was saying he was a teacher.
1: Maybe before he started. I mean, you can't do much else other than do Carmen Ryder once you start it. Yeah, I think because like, you've got yeah. a year of. Shooting films and TV show and specials and was stage shows. the
0: weird one that
1: I found out the other day. Um, no, th- as a film, like this is probably like one of the best, if not the best, Carmen Rider films I've seen. Not counting the ones that are standalone movies. Yeah. Because um, the problem with a lot of the Carmen Rider movies that tie into the series is they they don't necessarily rely too much on the series, but they feel like basically some sort of overblown nonsense that doesn't really work. Yeah. And I know this is apocalyptic, but Setting it all within the space of one hour makes it feel a lot smaller, yeah. makes it feel a lot more focused. Um, And a lot of the films, they can get into this whole trap where it's like one character's acting really out of character and you don't find out why until the end. And it's not because it's a mystery why they're doing it, it's just because they don't want to tell you. Like, logically they would tell you, but yeah. they don't. But in this, it's like a proper proper movie. Mm. Like, if this was your first watching of Carmen Ryder, you'd probably have a jolly good time with it. You probably wouldn't know what's going on because <laughs> you got no intro. And you probably wouldn't get the um the emotional impact of what happens with Izu in it. Who um spoilers for the end of the Carmen Ride series. She dies in the series, she's an AI like robot helper. Yeah. And she sort of like gradually he doesn't never necessarily come out of it, but you can tell that she's attaining what do you call it when AI Sentience. sentient, whatever they call it. Um Oh, um Never named equal, for it. No, uh, no uh, They say it in Car and Ride or in Zero One all the time. Yeah. Um, Singularity. There you go. She's gained Singularity, and then she dies just as you realise she's gained it. Um, But they rebuild... They have another one. They didn't have a backup for her, so they had, like, an entirely fresh one that they had to do. To not do, but they had an entirely fresh izu that doesn't have her memories that they're trying to reawaken.
0: Isn't it weird that we hold robots to a higher account than ourselves when it comes to obtaining some sort of sentience or singularity?
1: People don't have sentience. What the hell's a sentient?
0: I know. Like... (laughs) We're taught how to react to things. We're taught how to respond Mm. to things. Like, everything we are is teaching. It's a response, Mm. like chemical and or, you know, mental, physical, all that stuff. It's all learnt... Behavior to fit in. Even robots
1: can't do that yet. Or can they? But like, but teach yeah, you to be racist.
0: But we're expecting <laughs> the AI really easily. Seems yeah, really somehow, so oh easy. easy. Uh, but yeah, like AIs, we're expecting a singularity, <laughs> so we're expecting a response that seems genuinely human. But we hold that to a higher regard than we hold our own humanity.
1: They'd be disgusted with us. Well, what was that? I pressed something. What did you press? I think Y hit the keyboard.
0: We still on the right microphone? Yeah,
1: fine. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We just hit a button that couldn't do anything. That's the noise when stuff can't work.
0: But anyway, well, when stuff stops, Easy
1: gets her memories back. Whatever, or something happens, and she's you know she becomes Carmen Rider Zero Two. So she has his other form that he stopped. Because spoilers for the end of Zero One, which I thought was some people really hate this. I think it's really quite nice. His final form isn't like some super flashy form, it's basically the original form, exactly the same, but nice, but like, apparently he's more powerful, it just says he's more powerful, but the idea is it's because he's accepted his position in the world, and who he is. He's accepted the role of the Carmen Rider, so he doesn't need 0 2 anymore, so Izu has it. And you have this whole action sequence where it's doing lots of comic book panel style freeze frames as impacts happen. Yeah, it's really nicely done. Lots of zipping around all over the place and like getting those comic book moments because that's something the show did really well. But it just—it's the show on steroids, like with a one and a half hour long story. It's not a half hour movie like a lot of these are. It's actually a proper—it's a proper movie you can sit and watch.
0: That's cool, and it's
1: fun. And I liked it, even if it's called Real X Time. Can the Japanese please stop putting X's in titles? It's not the early two thousands anymore. It's not cool.
0: Do they do it as like a?
1: It's like when you're crossing over, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but like when you had things like Capcom X, SNK, whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah.
1: So they're not verses. They're just crossing over. You see, it's
0: just silly. I don't, I don't like it. No one wins. We all win because they're doing the thing we like. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it's fun. There's another new form in it. There's some stuff going on. This stuff happens. You always get that sort of thing. Right? They always get a new form, new Carmen Rider. Um, it does a bit of a villain switcheroo, but it does it works. It's good stuff. I liked it. And that's that's a thing that you can pirate off the internet. You can only pirate off the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you? Because Toei have bloody sent out cease and desists to the people doing the fan subs this week. And uh, that's a problem for them. Yeah And mostly it's a problem for me Because I need to watch Karma friggin' Zenkaija No, I
0: don't care how it impacts (laughs) The entire studio It impacts me
1: It doesn't impact them though Because they don't show these things Outside Japan That is true And the benefit they get Is that loads of people Outside Japan Import the toys (laughs) That's true So
0: just leave it We can't really get Gatchapon stuff That's the irritating
1: thing You can get anything you want Off the internet I'm
0: not going to pay Like hundreds for Gatchapon
1: Yeah you should Anyway,
0: your next review. My next review is going to be very exciting, and I'm saying it's going to be very exciting to, asser- to uh, assert myself that it's going to be very exciting because I think it's moderately exciting. And have you heard of the series uh, uh, Love Something Robots Love, Love Death? Love and Death. Love, Love Death, death Robots. Robots. There you go. <laughs> there was a the second series. Have you heard about Love Death Robots? Yeah, because you went
1: on about it before. I
0: did, I reviewed it before. Well, there's a new series of Love, Death yeah. Robots. Did
1: you know that? Yeah, it keeps the, Netflix keeps trying to advertise it to me even though I didn't watch the first series. Oh,
0: okay, there's eight episodes. Eight episodes of this series. It's that robot it, porn one, right? It is the robot porn one. Uh, there's eight episodes of this series. Uh, a lot of people said it's stronger. I'm a little bit disappointed because there's less of a horror output in this series, oh. which is a bit annoying. But all in all, it's still very entertaining. There's a good episode with Michael B. Jordan in it. His voice, no, his his likeness. So there's an episode that's entirely CGI where it's all it, CGI. It's, it's some of them hand animated. Hand mm. animated. There's a really interesting one in the first series where it's got a vampire in a tomb. I rewatched the first series before watching the second series because they're only like five to ten minutes long each. So I just breezed through them quickly and then I watched the second series. Uh, but yeah, there's a Michael B. Jordan one that's probably the strongest of all of them, uh, which is he is um, like a space fighter pilot against some unknown aliens, uh, alien scourge, and he gets shot down and lands on a planet. Now, how many Netflix things has he been in? A lot. No. Um, his production company works with them a lot uh, because they give fairly big budgets, so I think that that's what... Works for them. Also, Tim Miller is involved in this, and he's got a lot of Hollywood connections.
1: Oh, freaking Tim Miller!
0: Yeah, Deadpool guy. Um, so yeah, so uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's a space pilot. Crash lands on this planet. It Just so happens to be like a little, like um, a little lab, like a little um, base on this on this planet. So he goes in bio-dome. there. Biodome. Not a biodome. Oh. It's not. It's not a dome. Um, but he goes in. He's like, oh, I can finally rest and stuff. Takes his helmet off puts his puts his glove on the side, and then uh, and then he sees his cleaning robot, and it suddenly starts attacking this thing. And it turns out this cleaning robot has like connect vision. Do you know what the connect vision looks like? It's all the little green dots. Yeah, so he's Scans invisible to it. Yeah, as long as he stays still, he's in- completely invisible to it. Or if oh no, just in general, he'd be invisible <laughs> to it because they <laughs> made it racist. Didn't, well. uh, didn't but- work with black people. No, it didn't. No. Um, but uh, but yeah, so this robot basically is just trawling around this place like very slowly stalking around trying to find the source of these little movements because every so often he drops something or something gets knocked or you know something happens Um, and it's a really fucking tense just 10 minute short because like at one point at one point he's saying that he's got like a wound from his from from his ship crashing which is why he sort of he just rushed into this place and the wound is like bleeding and he's sweating and he's just getting worse and worse. It's going to get infected if he doesn't treat it. At one point he he sort of like semi-passes out, goes into a bit of a state and he's got his hands like, he's, he's basically partially propped up against this counter with his hands sort of flat against the ground and the robot comes over the counter, takes a step down. One step is just like, it looks like it's going off towards his right and then the second, the left foot comes down and then just crushes his right hand nice and just like eviscerate you see like the bones and everything twist and scrape and like and it's just like he just stays completely you just see his face oh, fucking hell! <laughs> and it's uh it is it is grim to watch because like i don't know if you've ever injured your hands or like anything any body part that gets twisted or injured in anything like if you've had it even close to that you immediately go into this horrible like I don't fucking like this. It's like if I said that time you
1: put your dick in the meat going. Oh
0: no no! I've like, busted up these two fingers. I I fucked up skateboarding when I was a kid. Um, but yeah,
1: because you're just a skate boy.
0: <laughs> I said see you later boy, and then I fell over, <laughs> fell over going down a hill near Woking Park, yeah. and I fucked up. I had it was like the part of my palm was purple and then my fingers were just puffed up purple and I got home and my dad was like you reckon they're broken and he was joking when he did this he just grabbed them and sort of like squeezed them and just fucking went up <laughs> that's abuse it's not abuse you being up it's when you're a kid being a fucking prick um, but yeah no. so it's, it is um, that's probably the strongest episode there are a few others that are pretty decent but it's not as not as varied as the last one um, probably probably just upset there's not as much boobs in it there's probably about the same amount as boobs really uh, yeah, there's quite a few perverts. sex scenes I mean there's like there are so whereas the original series had like horror comedy and then some sci-fi stuff this one is very much sci-fi and then at the end although they they play randomly for everyone's Netflix no one gets the same one uh, so um, at the end of my viewing I had this one about a giant that's just washed up in like an English seaside beach And it's just this massive bloke, and it's treated like a whale, you know, like they slowly have to dismantle it and get rid of bits of it. Uh, But it's just a giant human being, and people are like treating it like it's an everyday occurrence. And this guy's writing poetry about it, and he's trying to report about it, and he's like seeing the sadness in this massive figure, and like over time, it like rots and stuff. And people. Gulliver's Travels, basically like Gulliver's Travels, but it's like a modern day seaside village is where it lands. Hmm. It's really weird, sad, and you know, it's it's very. In terms of the technology at use here, it all looks incredible, but so did the first season, so it's not really a surprise on that front. But yeah, um, there's one about an immortal guy and just... There's, there's and this a, is the
1: animatrix, yeah? Yeah. Basically. yeah. It's basically animatrix.
0: Yes. Um, I'm trying to think, there was one animated section, I'm trying to think what it was about. I can't, for some reason... No, like um, animated as in like it looks like it's hand animated. Because there were two in the original series. One was done by the director of Samurai Jack, who was, and that was about a robot that had basic. It's about an artist who had basically travelled all through these different worlds, like he had gone on space adventures and this other stuff. And then like, it was just like a little cleaning robot. And it just kept finding itself in these ever changing situations, and then finally it was like staring out on Saturn or something like that. It realised what it truly wanted to be. Oh. And this artist is telling this story and that's like... They wanted to clean Saturn. <laughs> And that's like kind of like the artist's whole idea is like this simple thing this one concept and grown and grown and grown and grown and his art piece was him recounting that story and showing it yeah. through like this light show and at the end it's revealed that he's actually the robot and it gained like oh, wow. Amount. and then he drops into this pool turns of water. out it
1: was man
0: <laughs> he uh, he basically lowers himself into this pool of water and I think he becomes nanites and then just like lives within this water like this community I don't know. It to um, be like water. And then the other one the other one in the original one was this beautifully animated thing about a vampire. Like they basically That's they, Castlevania, you started the wrong series. <laughs> it's a lot like Castlevania, oddly enough. It's like this basically there's just like a group of mercenaries are hired by a guy to go into Vlad the Impaler's tomb. I think it's meant to be Vlad the Impaler anyway. And they go in there Did
1: he and, have a whole bunch of people stuck on sticks outside? No pictures of it though. Probably was not pictures wasn't. of it though. Oh he's probably just a fan.
0: He might be Vlad the Pointer. Just, much just who a fan. was who was the one in uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah. What was the name of um, Thingy's character? What? It was the emotional the poker. vampire. No, he was. What was his name? He was the poker. He wasn't the impaler. He was the poker, and he's like, and like his whole thing is they go, they go, and also the poker, and he like quickly whips his fingers, out. <laughs> oh, does this. just points. Yeah, he was. That's gonna annoy me. Oh, I'll fuck. look that up later. Love it it's not as strong as the first series there's not as many episodes though so there's not as much room to do this stuff there's one like there's like one or two standard episodes but I think there's very very much like it'll be like the original some people really like some didn't like others mm. it's interesting it's you know fun enough and it's a good way to spend maybe an hour hour and a half I think in total to watch all of them um, yeah I just wish there was a bit more horror just a bit more horror would be nice well
1: maybe next time there'll be more death maybe next time in your love death and robots
0: yeah yeah, maybe next time. But, uh, but it's, you know, it's strong enough and it's curious enough to warrant a watch. I think if you're interested in this sort of thing, if you like the first series especially, then you're going to be watching this. Sounds like um,
1: something for perverts to me.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe. Oh, you and Matthew, Matthew Modine. Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Your review, Anne. Speaking of robots. Robot Wars? I watched the Mitchells versus the machines. Oh, so did I. Yay. Um, right. First off... I'm going to have to review something else next. <laughs> um, robots take over the Earth, but in a nice PG, well, U certificate. It's actually a U certificate, isn't it? It's not even a PG. Yeah. Um, you say nice. In a nice way. Like, they're not they're not murdering people. They're not just turning them into skulls to step on, like in the Terminator. They put
0: them in little coffins them to, them, to launch into yeah, space.
1: and they've got Wi-Fi, so frigging... <laughs> it's not all bad.
0: Well, is the fact you think this is an okay way to go?
1: <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of things... Yeah, no, I mean, getting launched into space and slowly die. was there air in those pods? They...
0: they have air, but they don't have food. Oh, that's... A... Like, the whole point is that they're going to make rocket ships and shoot them into space, and their long-term plan is to shoot them into space. Yeah. Like, they're not going to another planet to live. Anyway, that
1: happens, and the rubbish family has to try and save the day. A whole bunch of zany people. Ooh, yeah. wacky! Wacky! You know, none of them understand each other, because, what? I mean, the thing is that bothers me, the only slight thing that bothers me is that the dad's all, like... You know, he's old-fashioned and stuff, and he doesn't know technology and stuff. He should be in his like mid-to-late 30s, which means he grew up exactly when technology is his everywhere. His daughter's almost 20. No, she was, he, he, there's a timeline in the film. She was born in 2003. So And the film's set in 2020, so she's 17. Oh, okay. Which would put him, you know, probably in his 20s at that point. Which Let means love the poker. Yeah, which means he would have been, like, you know, his mid-to-late 30s. But anyway... So he doesn't, you know, that doesn't matter. It's The point of the story is, you know, they don't understand each other. There's all sorts of stuff. He doesn't get, get her zany, wacky YouTube videos because he's never opened himself up to understanding them yes. or seeing what they're really about. Um, and then, you know, they save the day. Um, it's frigging enjoyable as hell. It's probably the best film, new film I've watched this year. But to be fair, the only new films I've seen this year are Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat and Zack Snyder's Justice League. And one of, those films, one of those films is just a long version of a 2017 film. Yeah, and Mortal was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it was too long. Uh,
0: no, I... But, um,
1: yeah, the, my favourite things in the films are um, the running gags, Olivia Coleman being the villain. She yep. loved it. Yeah. Um, and those two robots that are just dumb so as fuck. So good
0: so they're not just they're, but they're not dumb faces on themselves they're, yeah they're not dumb they're adorable yeah it's like, it's like, it's like do like, I feel things mm. I think I feel he just draws eyebrows yeah <laughs> and then they go we're, we're gonna
1: just don't mind us we'll just be leaving now and they start walking goes no wait and he goes no no wait I think I know what they're gonna do and they just do this walking down behind the <laughs> thing like going down steps <laughs> um but no goes yeah we are completely different people to the last people you saw um but no, it's really fun the, the Mitchells, as far as I can tell, are made of rubber Because they sure as hell they could be fall out. I mean, they fall for some great big heights With yeah. little to no issue um, But um, yeah, the film's fun It's just like a road movie People learning stuff um, There's a weird Furby product placement Which, I mean, that's amazing. not the first time I've seen that In a American film in recent <laughs> do you know,
0: years Do you know what made me so confused was the the kid literally says, "What's a Furby?" Yeah. and the dad knows what a Furby is. Yeah, the kid has no idea.
1: Of course, he does. Um, he I, was around for the Furby Wars of nineteen ninety eight. Yeah,
0: I I get I get your point about the whole two thousand three and the dad and stuff, but I do get the feeling that the dad was. Sh- I
1: think he should be at least be some sort of tech literate.
0: <laughs> I think he was striving not hmm. to be. I think that's yeah. kind of like the point of the story is like he has the wood cabin and that was his dream was like he was just going to live. Yeah, I love the idea that he's emotionally broken. But not in like not in a way that means he can't express love. In the way that he expresses love by trying to give everyone an aspect of his personality, yeah, yeah. which in this is a screwdriver, a very specific. Yeah, but that saves the day. It does, yeah. yeah I mean. But like, I yeah. But no, his
1: whole thing is that he never got to realize his dreams, and he doesn't understand how anyone else can possibly. Well, he had them, the and then yeah. like
0: they, he gave them up to yeah. like to be with his daughter or to give his daughter the best chance, and she, he. He doesn't get the type of humour that she's into, but that's fair enough because yeah. it's so
1: ADHD. freaking weirdo. She's a weird kid. Kick her out. <laughs> Especially that dinosaur I, kid. He's a weirdo.
0: I fucking... I loved, I loved all of it. Like, I loved yeah. the, the whole YouTube thing. It's perfect. She's like... She's... Deregulate tapioca. <laughs> that's on YouTube. I found the video. Oh, really? Someone, made, someone took that clip and just put that <laughs> Deregulate tapioca. Um, I I love the idea because yeah this is the kind of person in a creative industry now that companies would resonate towards especially like director of an arts college they'd be like oh yeah no this person's definitely like advertising exec written all over them she doesn't realise it yet yeah she's going to
1: be miserable and she's going to be advertising yoghurt yeah she's going to
0: be in the machine,
1: but like, She's gonna have to work memes into yoga adverts. I love That's what kids want now. Do you remember years ago when we had the um, the cat things from We Love the Moon advertising? Yeah. What was it? Yakult or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, think about how many times you've had kids the fucking today I think they counterculture. And we had fucking what's the name of that website that the guy does? The, we, we Love the Moon and everything. I don't know. I can't remember the, name of the website,
0: um, but him. I, I really did. enjoyed this as well. I. I think the thing that went over your head that I found really funny, especially when I heard them, do um, the, you know the perfect couple? You know when we meet them? Do you know who plays oh, them? Oh, that's Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Legend. Two very perfect <laughs> They people. split up. Have they?
1: Well, they split up. For a and they go back together. I don't know what's going on. But they announced they were splitting up or something and then they're back together. I don't know what's going on. But Jesus. Yeah, or oh. was that like the Kardashians? I don't know. That's the
0: Kardashians. I think that you're thinking of Kanye West and uh. Kim Kardashian. Oh, Chrissy Teigen different. did
1: that whole thing where she was like, I'm leaving Twitter, and then she came back two days later. Didn't yeah, she? yeah, she keeps doing that. Yeah, yeah. But that's
0: fair enough. Twitter is a hellscape. Yeah. But, you know, I like Twitter. Because yeah. I like living in the hellscape. Twatter. Um, I really like this as well. I was a massive fan. I think that as soon as I watched it, I told you i just watched it with a big smile on my face like a goofy little fucking idiot. Because I, I genuinely two hours of just happiness. It's got I, the
1: same end credits as What Remains of Edith Finch. Does it? Yeah,
0: the end credits is loads of photos of the crew the through,
1: through their family and stuff, <laughs> which is how What Remains of Edith Finch ends after the main character dies in childbirth.
0: Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, like uh, there are aspects I think that were like very much. This is written by, this is written by adults, <laughs> mm. <laughs> not young people. Uh, the T Rex thing was a uh, was a
1: director of something Riam Rias or something. I
0: don't know, but it was produced by Lord and Miller. Which yeah, you can they they, see.
1: they get they're fucking the Guillermo del Toro's of friggin' animation right yeah. now.
0: You can tell from a lot of like it looks like a sequel to um, it looks like a sequel to um, fucking um, what was that one? Um, uh, uh, it was one of my favorite films. <laughs> Into the, no, Into the Spider-Verse? No, they did Into the Spider-Verse. it looks like Into the Spider-Verse. It looks a bit like Into the Spider-Verse, but it looks more like, what was the one with Bill Hader where he plays the Lockwood. The Croods. No, the one where he makes the food machine. The Flip's Gift Affair. Oh, well,
1: Cloudy with Chance Cloudy of Meatballs. Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs. thank it doesn't you. Doesn't look like
0: that. Yeah, it looks almost exactly like Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs. Michael Reander. Um, but yeah, like, it's just a really sweet, film in the end like it's a really weird oh
1: it's the guy who did gravity falls
0: oh there you go that's the director that's why it's so good um but yeah oh no i really fucking liked it like um it's some stupid shit that made me laugh that actually worked the stuff like i've never seen in a film anyone try and paint their car so that when someone's above them it looks like their car is just the road yeah that was quite smart i thought okay fine this works for me um the moose statue comes into play in a really natural way. Like, it seems like a stupid thing that he's just made. And mm. then, like, you see where it came from and why it means so much to him and that sort of, like, no, makes that a lot was, of sense. That
1: was, that was clearly an emotional hook item. Oh, yeah,
0: it was clearly right an emotional hook start. item. But I genuinely thought it was just going to be something he carved for her. You yeah. know, like, something that he just carved for her and not the fact that that was more like his toy yeah. that he made himself. It was his like, toys was suck.
1: He should have gone to Transformers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like the Dog Cop series. Oh, like, yeah. That was a bit of bit of nice little like, like stupid my, my, stuff.
1: My favourite gag uh, The pizza. It's right at the end of the film. It's when he finally makes his eyes go straight.
0: Oh yeah. It's like you need to focus. It's
1: a, ah! Yeah. The dog. He's he's trying his best. I like uh, bread dog bread, dog potato. No, it's um was it dog pig loaf <laughs> of bread. Yeah. Yeah not that, that breaks the AI yeah like especially like a Ddos attack it's yes, just like it's- overloading them like pfft.
0: um I like the mum just having a complete mental breakdown and then becoming becoming like a, a slaughtering bat. because I was I saw her becoming like some sort of like kinetic like super karate jab. Mm. but there's the fact that within the brief time that she's off screen she is clearly making an impression because she is a horrible monster to these robots when she turns back up. Yeah. Like, the super robot series, the Destroyer, <laughs> like, and they just fucking You've already run. got a legend. Yeah. Before. Just the idea she's so awful to these robots. Yeah. <laughs> the obliterator. Run, we
1: must run. No, yeah, it's um, um, fantastic. So, the- um, a film that was amazingly, like, was meant to cut in the cinema a year ago, yeah. and the Sony had so little faith in it they gave it a generic title of Connected. Really? Yeah, they changed the name to Connected. Fucking was The original trailer was Mitchell's versus the Machines. Then Sony brought it and changed its name to Connected. And the trailer came out as like, when you have a wacky adventure. Ugh. One of those things. And then Netflix was like, do you still want that? And they're like, ah, not really. And then they brought it. They said, we got Spider Man. We don't we yeah. need. Because Sony, Sony Pictures is just Spider Man. Yeah,
0: basically. I think
1: yeah. people underestimate how little most movie studios have as successful films nowadays. Disney are, like, the only movie studio that has multiple franchises that are successful. What, Not see, just because they bought them. If this came out in cinemas,
0: them. and I saw the trailer that sort of semi-plays, you know, like, it has the autoplay thing? Yeah. They've got a really good, nice little clip selection. There's some good, like, generic music in the background of it. There is enough here to make a really good trailer. And, yeah. like...
1: They should see the trailers they put out for Because the one that Sony put a trailer out last year, when it was meant to be out in, like, March or something. Yeah. And it's just, like, a generic... Oh, oh yeah, it's just
0: the first three minutes play like a trailer they Mm. give you the sell they're like we're on the run from robot like you could have just released that it's ridiculous but yeah I'm glad it's on Netflix because you know it's free well it was just I didn't know it was coming out I didn't know it was a thing it just turned up and I was like I've been waiting for it for
1: like a year because I've heard a lot of people saying it's like, there's been a lot of people who worked on it who've been like... Well, look, big Eric Andre's in there. Olivia yeah, Coleman.
0: You've yeah. got... Yeah. The main characters in this. The, who's the dad? Danny McBride. Danny McBride. The sisters, Abby Jacobs. Yeah, the, the mum's... Rashida... Not uh, Rashida Jones. Um. Mayor Rudolph. Mayor Rudolph, that's it. Yeah. Uh, the brother's great. The Chrissy Teigen, John Legend thing. You've got uh, the guy that we watched from that How to Lose Weight in Five Easy Steps. Bren, Brenner, or whatever his name is. I don't know who that is. He plays one of the robots, basically. Uh, um, and I think Fred Armistone is the other one. Armistad. Armistad, yeah. the,
1: um The movie about the slave traders <laughs> in the court. Yeah, <laughs> yes. with Anthony not, Hopkins. Not the comedian. Why was it Anthony known? Hopkins? Yeah, I think it was Anthony Hopkins.
0: Not Milosh from Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Was John Malkovich in that? That's the Spielberg one, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, I was fucking just... It's Honestly, it's like watching Cloud of a Chance of Meatballs for the mm. first time again, because that was another film that mm. I had no idea about. I got it for free because I bought a Blu-ray. Yeah, the first one Paris. of
1: those is all right. I don't the the know sequel's if really the good as world. well.
0: I can't remember if I've seen the second. The one. sequel has so many food-based jokes. No, Mr. T's not in the sequel, is he? No, it's he's replaced somehow. He's Terry replaced Cruise. by Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that's kind of a glow-up.
1: Yeah, why um, would Mr. F- T not be available?
0: One of my favorite What's things. What's Mr. T doing? One of my favorite things about the first one. James Kahn is the dad. No. Uh, and uh, and the cameraman who has about Kahn? two <laughs> the cameraman who has about two lines is played by um, is played by Benjamin Bratt. Mm. <laughs> it's literally just like. I want the guy who gets
1: younger every year yeah
0: um, but yeah like um, those films it, it's exactly the same feeling as like seeing the first cloud of a chance of meables, not knowing what it was going to be I literally I bought it because it, I came with a blu-ray player and it, it was one of those films it was like Monster House and stuff like that they were like reference level blu-rays it was like here you go here's one of the best quality blu-rays you can get check it out on your because I remember after that we were giving out Speed Racer when that got the re-release um, yeah where's
1: my 4k speed racer you <laughs> Cucks. But I can remember putting that in. Scott Pilgrim vs. Wales getting a 4K version. I know, I know. And it's also getting I'm um a Dolby that.
0: Atmos soundtrack.
1: I'm on the vinyl.
0: Mm. Well, they've got vinyl out. Yeah, they've just released a vinyl. Yeah, Edgar yeah. I want it. Do you want the soundtrack or do you want the. Well,
1: there's a two disc set.
0: Yeah, I know, there's two vinyls. Yeah. God, um, want, but yeah, it's the same feeling. Like that whimsy. Like there are emotional beats in this. Whimsy. There were emotional beats in this that worked on me. Yeah. Like I fucking never get that. I watched Inside Out and I was like a fucking statue. But I watched this and then like I still I'm still like, not
1: seen inside out.
0: It's not great. Like there's one character that is telegraphed to die that still got me a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that bit. That was funny. Yeah. But um but yeah, but in this, like in this there was literally like parts where I was like, Oh, they've just like they fucked it. It feels a lot like they don't although they pull punches with the amount of damage the characters can take like when they get captured, it genuinely feels like they're just fucked. It mm. like it's a weird for an animated film to be like that's nah, it's fucked. None of them are good at anything. <laughs> yeah, like it genuinely does. Like I don't know if you got the feeling, but like every time someone got captured, I was like, oh, they're gone for the rest of the film. Mm. Like it's going to be this person, but then like the dad with the screwdriver they should have done
1: job. it like War of the Worlds when the two kids just dis- <laughs> disappear, they come back just and just the chat like, one, just Goku, you're back. <laughs> yeah, that uh, Dragon Ball Evolution takes place in that. In that couple of days, <laughs> the <laughs> whole film. Gets trained by Master Roshi. I mean, could you genuinely say it doesn't?
0: <laughs> no, I could not. What's that kid's name? Oh, Justin okay.
1: Chatwan. Justin Chatwan, that's yeah. it. Yeah, who was a superhero in Doctor Who once. Really? He's in an episode of Doctor Who, Christmas special. Jesus. Yeah, he's not in much. I no, don't... he's not. Well, he's in. Um... I maintain that Dragon Ball Evolution, there is a passable version of it that exists somewhere out there, and also there's two bits that are good. No, you could pass on the whole film. It's this, this, <laughs> the bit where he's doing his hair and it pops back up. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And the bit when the bullies try to beat him up and he dodges all their attacks. Both of those bits are in the first twenty minutes of the film. So you know, it's a, and it's not even ninety
0: minute long film.
1: No, it's fucking
0: bad. Um, but yeah, I I agree with you. Mitchells and the Machines. It's Dragon
1: Ball Evolution. Tom Atkins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell and the Machines is a near perfect animated film. It does hit all the right beats. It's very timely though so I don't think this is going to be relevant 10 years down the line unless everything is like those fucking
1: what's the future is going to be like we're going to be taken over by robots I
0: really liked I really liked the fact those robots they're just defective and then like there's a scene where they're like you're not defective anymore you're back on the team and they're like okay we're not defective anymore and then the mum's like my boys and they're like we're defective again (laughs) Justin Chatwin but yeah all in all really fucking fun I um, really enjoyed it. I give this a Tom Atkins um, without any issue. I think that I probably will end up watching it again but I'm giving it some time because there's lots of stuff coming out right now. This is it my review now, Ant. Yeah, apparently. Oh, did you want to talk more about Mitchell's and the Machines? I'm still surprised. So it was connected? It was going
1: to be called connected, yeah.
0: When was it you found out about this film? Like when the first trailer went
1: out and it was called Mitchell's versus the Machines. When was that? Like a year and a half ago. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Mm, yeah.
1: And then, then the second trailer came out and everyone was like... I, I, re- I watched the trailer and like, i recognise this. And it's called Connected. And everyone's like, they changed the fucking name of the film.
0: That's so weird. That feels a lot like...
1: It's a Sony move, man. They it feels a to...
0: lot like the opposite. I was going to say, it feels like the opposite of what people are doing nowadays. Because you know like how... I think Justice League fucked the trailer world. Because Justice League, they released a trailer in 2015. <laughs> and then the <laughs> film didn't come out until 2017. It was like a fucking mess. Um... But, like, now we don't get trailers until a month before the film comes out. That's it should
1: be. Fucking stop teasing films forever. Because all you get is you get people going, this stuff's definitely going to happening in the film, and I've done ten YouTube videos to tell you why this stuff yeah. will happen. And then that stuff doesn't happen because you made it all up, and now it's the film's fault. You friggin' plebs.
0: When is that CGI Resident Evil series coming to Netflix?
1: Uh, they delayed it. Did they? Yeah, they got announced they delayed it. Fuck. Wasn't there a film as well?
0: Yeah, there's a film coming out in September.
1: Uh.
0: Yeah, the film's got a really good cast. People are complaining because the characters are all different colour from the characters in the game. But uh, if I'm totally honest, as a lifelong fan of those games, I don't fucking care. I think there's a lot of people that masturbate to those games.
1: Everyone knows the only good character in all of Leon, Resident Evil. No, it's the little Leon Napoleon guy in hair. Resident Evil 4.
0: Oh, no, it's the merchant. Oh, the merchant, yeah. Boy, you Boy. What are you saying? Why isn't
1: he in every game?
0: I don't know. and I'm From really... four
1: onwards, he should be there all the time. So, And when he's not there, all the cars should be going, where's the merchant?
0: <laughs> I'm going to talk about Resident Evil 8 in a little bit, because I've got another review before that. You might watch
1: review before that, get on with it. All right,
0: I'm going to review every movie in the Saw series. I wouldn't. I've watched all eight Saw movies in the space Saw 1's good,
1: Saw 2's passable, Saw 6 is the only one that's actually got a theme. All the have others are Have you actually seen all the Saw films? Yes, I
0: have. Okay. I've seen all, all the right. Saw films. So I have a question for you jigsaw yeah magic very busy or, man magic or not <laughs> <laughs> extremely busy man extremely magical yeah. this motherfucker I mean learned- even with
1: his assistants when you take all the assistants into account <laughs> the amount he does in the space of a few months and I'm not just talking construction wise that's a lot but planning kidnapping okay and with cancer like in between chemo treatments which he wasn't he didn't getting. have chemo no that's very uh, freaking, that's why the sixth one's one of the good ones yeah because the sixth one's the one where the um he goes insurance sales. Yeah, because that's the only one that has a theme. Yeah. The others are just like, society is bad, maybe.
0: So, I have questions for you. This is gonna be fun. Right, so Saw one, you're right, Saw One is probably one of the best ones. Hmm. Um I like Saw One. Nice and simple concept, two guys in a bathroom, get out. Yeah. Saw two I Saw in the cinema. Saw two I also saw in the cinema. Saw. Yeah. Saw I did see um, Saw. <laughs> I liked Saw 2. I still like Saw 2 quite a bit. I know it's Don not an work. actual Saw script. It's just a silly, like, B movie that was around for 10 years and then they released it as a Saw film. They rewrote it. And yeah. Stuff. Um, but it I has... think they actually
1: even had it filmed before it was, like, no, no. retitled. I it think was... they, like, re shot a whole bunch of stuff to turn it into. No,
0: it was, it was shot within that year after Saw 1. Yeah. Uh but it was like a pre-written script. So they started shooting that like a month after Saw 1 <laughs> or two months. Um, but it had some, some really interesting trap ideas. Although I really don't understand what the life lesson is behind, guess what? There's a gun on the side of the Don't Open Doors, which is a theme of Saw 4, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> That's the um, theme
1: of Saw 7, 7, Jigsaw as well.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so Saw 2... Actually,
1: yeah. Saw 2 and Jigsaw are really similar. They are really sim-
0: similar. Yeah. Uh, so is Different plot Saw, twists. So is end, Saw 5,
1: though. Saw 5 is fucking te- That's the one with Julie Benz, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, so Saw 1 and, they're and like, 2... They're like, oh, you have to cut off your pound
0: of flesh. So, <laughs> oh, cut my arm off. Saw 1 and 2, Because I'm skinny and the other Saw, 3. Guy's Saw 3, for me, is a comedy. <laughs> Saw 3 is a film that I laughed at. More than I should be laughing at a film.
1: About that's the one dying. that introduces the weird cop who can't act.
0: No, wait. He's big. He's a big guy with like greasy curly hair. Because there's two of them. Not, not the
1: bad guy one. The one who ends up getting crushed between two walls. Yeah, he's so, fucking terrible.
0: He's actually all right. He's on, a re-watch, actor. on rewatch, on <laughs> rewatch, I found him okay. F- and he has like an interesting arc. So him he, and
1: he looks like at most he should be a on Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, that's about oh, the height Sorry, list. I wanted to quickly talk maybe about, Martial Law.
0: I wanted to quickly talk about Saw 2. So Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. I don't know where he's getting his cheats and tips and stuff, but he's got to have been on Reddit. Because, you know, like, as soon as he gets handcuffed in the bathroom by his leg, mm. he's not like, I'm going to saw my logo. He's like, fuck this, just takes a finger, breaks his foot, and just sneaks the handcuffs off. I was like, Donnie Wahlberg? With a, Break the pole with What a fucking touch to. No, apparently he couldn't do that. Uh, don't know why. But he just, he tries, and then he's just like, fuck it. Mashes his foot, sneaks out the handcuffs, and then just gets off. It's just like, I'm done with this. It. Yeah. Like, he's got a sack for a foot, but he's, he's got the fucking walkthrough on the jigsaw exactly man. He's
1: double the size he was in Sixth Sense.
0: Yeah, he gets big. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the Saw 3, obviously it's the one with like the weird ending. Um, the the we- Saw
1: 3, 4, and 5 are set in the same um, period of time. I thought it was
0: Saw three, f- uh, 3 and 4. No, 3, 4, and 5 are
1: all set because they all link together, don't they? A, yeah, 3 and 4 has that whole plot twist where it's like, what's her face from the first one is... Also a disciple of Saw, yeah, yeah, and the fifth one ties into that. It's like some other dies, event she... that's happening in between the events of three and four.
0: It's just uh, this is no, because I think the beginning of Saw Five is where the guy gets guillotined through the stomach, yeah, and that's before Saw One, Two, or Three, is it or Four, because that's Hoffman, oh, yeah, that's the who is the evil guy, the evil curly-haired guy. He has pretended to be Jigsaw to kill his sister's ex-boyfriend who killed her. Is nonsense. Um, so, anyways. So- so, hear me out though. Hear me
1: out. Do you know, Saw 3D was meant to be three films. Really? Yeah, it was originally going to be a new trilogy, and then they got cold feet, and they just like you
0: cannot tell from the lack of content in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> three... None of it makes sense. Saw <laughs> three and four happen at the same time. It's grieving dad has to burn his kids' toys. Why does he have to burn his kids' toys? Because he can't stop grieving. What toys were they? It's like a teddy bear and like some other Other shit shit toys. Give the kids some
1: transformers. Well,
0: the kid's dead. But yeah, like there's a guy. I would be dead
1: too if I didn't have transformers. There's a guy
0: drowning in pig guts that he has to save by burning his kid's toy. Eat them. Who gets shotgunned in the face anyway? But then we come to one of the most interesting traps in Saw, in any of the Saw films. It's a thing where you've got your hands and feet through cogs, and they're slowly twisting until they break. Like it basically just twists round till your arms or your legs come off, and it starts twisting the next limb. And, like, the final cog is on his head. Oh. And his head's like,
1: Aah! That's not interesting. That's really mean.
0: Yeah, it's really mean. But there's yeah. just one key to unlock that device. Yeah, And it's it's in a little thing. You just reach in and you pull your hand out. But there's a shotgun. Oh. So what you could do is you just tie something to the key. Make sure everybody's... Because someone dies from this trap. It's not the person with their arm in the fucking trap. It's some guy off in the background trying to free Cogman. He, like, he pulls the key and the shotgun goes up and it kills that guy. And then Cogman dies anyway. It's fucking ridiculous. But then four, four is happening at the same time. So his lesson is stop grieving. Saw 4, the guy's lesson is stop going indoors. Yeah. <laughs> it's the black dude from Saw 2 and 3 who's just like rushing forward and going in to try and like save people, which is what a cop's meant to do. And Hoffman says, don't rush in without seeing what's going on. Spoilers. Oh yeah, all the rushed, traps
1: were like, yeah, yeah it was yeah. all like, oh, you could have Lady saved this if you just did off. this thing. There's
0: one interesting trap in so 4 and it's a a wife and her husband. The husband's really abusive, and basically Jigsaw Hoffman at this point has driven stakes through them both. Oh. In the guy, they're basically just stopping him from bleeding out, but in the woman they're non they're non-life-threatening. I mean, it's still for yeah. you know, us. If, if she leaves them in, then obviously she's going to die of blood loss eventually. Mm. But if she removes them, they'll kill her husband. Yeah. So she basically has to pull them out to kill her husband. Well, that's no question, just, just kill him. Them. Yeah, because he's abusive. He beats yeah. her and her son. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. I think it's his daughter, actually. And since he rapes her.
1: Um, Twist them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so, Are we going to get Jigsaw versus Hellraiser? Soon.
0: So, Saw 4, it's about not rushing in. Hellraiser
1: will be in a trap and the little puppet comes in and he goes, do you want to play a game? If you don't <laughs> do this, your fingers are going to be twisted off and Hellraiser's like, oh no! Oh, oh no. Please don't twist my fingers One off, Mr Jigsaw.
0: Let me go and get twisty fingers, he's going to love this. Twisty fingers, which just going go with drill fingers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they weren't drills originally, they have just been twisted that much yeah. and they're still unravelling. <laughs>
0: um... So, yeah, so Saw 4, Black Guy dies, probably the most interesting protagonist, and then Donnie Wahlberg gets ice hammers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, And then, and then, yeah, and Jigsaw's ice lawyer, hammers. or his real estate I think agent. It melted
1: before that started, I
0: uh, Probably a little bit. Jigsaw's lawyer turns out, this is Jigsaw's lawyer, is the mouth of his mouth was shut, yeah. sewn shut, and he has now su- survived the mouth being sewn su- shown shut by mm. killing a peasant, and now he's got a trap that's attached to his spine and just jabs him in the back of the head and kills him if he doesn't do what they uh. say. But he gets shot anyway, so who gives a fuck? Um, and then Saw 5 is um, the, f- the That's group of people. terrible one, that So one. Saw 5, I found more interesting this time around. I found all of these I was like, Judy
1: you poor lovely woman.
0: So, yeah, so... Oh, God, I keep pushing stop, the... Stop touching stuff. It's
1: the keyboard. Stop touching stuff.
0: So Saw 5, five people trapped in a trap. It turns out if they all worked together they could have all survived but they didn't work together and they killed each other off so they're all fucked. People just don't work together, do they? There's a bunch of really stupid traps in this including there's a bathtub where if everybody put their foot in and held one of the electrified things then they could just be electrified a little bit and survive. That's not how electricity works! that will be fine.
1: (laughs) Are you questioning Jigsaw after all the stuff he's made?
0: And also, all of the implements that they are to hold on to... Look like meat hooks. <laughs> yeah, because it's cool. <laughs> he had he had some pretty strong and heavy duty electric equipment, mm-hmm. but he just had meat hooks for the connectors. Um weird film. Weird film. Mm. Mm. Not entirely unenjoyable. I did find some of it fun. And also um the final thing where the guy lifts his arm up after driving it into the saw. That was pretty cool. It's a nice effect. It's yeah. a practical effect. Um although Tip: If anyone's ever in that situation, just piss in it. Well, just piss in it. Pissing what? There's like a little jug that collects moisture. Oh, so you just piss in it? Oh, yeah, just put your dick in and piss in it. Don't put your hand in and bleed. He probably would have put a trap on there. <laughs> a Little dick trap. Yeah, <laughs> dick yeah those
1: saws have like stopper things on them.
0: Yeah, well, you can't remove that. Do you think
1: saw Jigsaw forgot it. So, and the moment he gets to his fingers, just <laughs> and it just
0: drops out. Here's a fun story oh, from Sorry, I'm, I'm just here, stuck here. Here's a fun story from my childhood. If you have some cable ties... And one of those nail guns that has a safety guard that means you have to drive it against something to fire a nail. Mm. You can pretty much (laughs) make yourself a nail gun by just cable tying that bit of metal against the other bit of metal, and you can just fire nails from it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and also those saw guards, if you pull the guard back, because it's not attached to anything, you pull the guard back, cable tie that to the handle, you just got yourself a circular sort of swing. No,
1: the saw guard thing is, um, there's a electrical current that passes through the saw as it's spinning yeah. and if you touch it it picks up that there's a disturbance in the electrical oh, current right. and it blows the bolt off oh. and it happens so fast that like you will get like maybe a tiny little scratch on your finger because it happens in like a fraction of a second.
0: Cheaper ones that probably doesn't happen right.
1: No, no, they're really good They because it's just electrical current it's just yeah. boom, just like a fraction of a second. It's, a, well, in it's this, the speed electricity takes to travel. In this also. he
0: just he puts his hand right in yeah. and cuts his hand off. That's a silly thing to do. Yeah, Julie Benz does it too.
1: Yeah.
0: Why not a foot? Uh, I guess a foot doesn't really make as much sense. Why not just get some sand or something? Like you can chip away those walls. does not it
1: have to get as enough blood or something? It's it? water,
0: but like it's just done by weight. Yeah. So if you just threw some rocks in there,
1: I don't know. I can't remember that you one. You might
0: smash it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Saw six. Insurance, the insurance salesman has some of House the best of kills. Some of the best kills. Yep. Um, that shotgun man in House of
1: Fun, it's great.
0: That shotgun thing is mm. fucking dark.
1: Is that the shotgun roulette? Yeah, What's where gonna... he's got
0: basically he he's He saves two women because they both lie to him. One of them's like, I've got kids and the other one's like, I'm pregnant and he chooses her over the gay guy. And mm-hmm. the, the gay guy is like basically a backstabbing asshole. He's a very stereotypical gay guy, but he has one incredible line as the guy's like, he's, he's driven like metal spikes for his hands to stop the switch from like, that's what he has to do. He has to like have his hands punctured to save him mm. um, and he he's telling to walk away like he can't face watching them anymore. there's two women thanking him and crying and there's this guy who's just like you fucking killed me fucking turn around and look at me as I die and then he turns to look at him and he's just crying and the guy the guy like after screaming, look at me as I do just, go, <gasps> like, that just like fucking completely. Let's go, and then he gets shotgunned in the chest. And it's a really good bit of acting for like five seconds in yeah. a saw film. And the rest of it's not as good.
1: I like it when the guy, when the guy melts.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's the ending to it. Although that takes he gets gansed so much longer than it I remember it taking.
1: Yeah, it goes on for a while. It's like a good minute.
0: And also, it's the dickhead kid that does it. <laughs> In which, like, kind of robs it a little bit from its thing, because the kid is, like, proper, like, "Who killed my dad. I can do this. And then, like, pulls it and he instantly regrets. It. And I'm like, it's probably the easiest to avoid, Saw Trap, because I don't know if you see it, but it's basically, if you were to just lay in the corner where the, where the, the, um, sister's hiding. Now, I'm sure
1: you've all got your ideas to get out of
0: these Well, that's traps. the thing. It swings just down. Just wait until you get frigging... It swings down. <laughs> so if you just laid in the corner near where you, if you looked up and you see it, you could be like, all oh, right, I'm just going to lay it here. And it would have just swung down and the acid would have just gone th- like that. Right. They would have still pulled it so that he died and they could all s- well, escape. Well, maybe
1: I'll arrange to get you put in some Saw Traps I and mean, see how great you are at escaping them. Let's
0: see. Um, yeah. So, Saw 7 is Saw 3D. Yeah, one Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington, RIP. That's probably one of the most interesting kills. It's a
1: fucking terrible film.
0: It's a terrible film, but it's one of the more interesting kills because a lot of these. So, Saw 7 is Saw 3D. So, a lot of it is like, let's ramp it up. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the kills involve multiple people, not as in like team games where they have to like progress for a room. Instead, mm. it's like you you're in love with this woman who takes advantage of you both, and it's like, well, what have they done? Mm. Like you know how like they're both put in the way of death.
1: Yeah, but we're way beyond regular jigsaw now.
0: Yeah, it's now Mark Hoffman. This yeah. is the Hoffman days. I should make it clear that Mark Hoffman makes traps that um, are not survivable in some instances mm. he sort of cheats it so you've got the white supremacist where he has to pull his back away from the thing so he can touch a button and that'll turn the engine off and
1: Chester Benton's a white supremacist yeah
0: he plays a white supremacist in this no he he's is like, he's Jewish isn't he I
1: don't know maybe yeah. how offensive
0: uh, but basically he had, his whole back is glued to a car seat <laughs> and he yeah. has to pull it away he's from a mechanic mecha- isn't he no he's a oh actually yeah I think he is a mechanic yeah
1: he would know. just like lean the seat
0: forward <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just. move the or seat maybe, forward. Maybe Jigsaw removed that. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, um, but yeah. So basically, it's just to pull his back, and then he can press a button. Mm. But if you're in that situation, you probably realise that you don't really need to free all of your back, just the top part, because mm. you've got a spine that bends. So yeah. as long as you, I mean, if anything, if you're mm, still going to rip. It'll still rip eventually. The back's not back going to going save, move properly once save. the skin's save. pulled away from your spinal yeah, It's going to be, you you'd know. Be uh, but yeah, he kills, his, kills all his friends and his family and that because uh. he can't get out. Um, it's really interesting. There's a guy with like a ring through his mouth. Yeah. How, how fucked up is that guy's mouth after that? Like yeah. if he survives. like, And yeah. for his arms as well. Um, but yeah, there, there's some really weird traps. And this is mostly about Mark Hoffman, like basically just, Finishing off a load of people, he finally kills Jigs, uh, he finally kills, um, Toby Hooper, not Toby Hooper, <laughs> Tobin Bell's wife, uh, that horrible woman who's terrible in all the films. Can't remember. She's like the worst actress, she's blonde and she's always wearing lip gloss and she always looks like she's closing her eyes.
1: Now, which one's the one where thingy comes back?
0: Oh, that's this one, is it? Yeah, because he's like, he's like, yeah. game over. No, oh, yeah, because yeah, he locks Mark Hoffman in the original bathroom. Yeah, um, but yeah, like it's, it's Saw. Saw Seven is the worst, is by far the worst of all the Saw films. Mm. Saw Three D is the worst. The kills are more elaborate, but there's also a lot more CGI because obviously it was meant to be three D. So they're like they've amped <laughs> up the blood, made a load of it CGI um, stuff flying towards the camera, and also like the actual the the actual themes. Like Mark Hoffman's literally just trying to kill everyone that knows that he's Jigsaw. But like by that point, it's probably going to be national news cuz he like a lot of people know he's jigsaw and there will be like arrest warrants out for him and all this other shit just cuz he kills people doesn't mean that he's going to wipe it all out like but um but he still tries bless him and then he gets caught out it turns out that Dr. Gordon who was uh the one of the the survivor of the original saw movie yeah he uh he survived and became a became, he an became a saw yeah he became an acolyte of jigsaw yeah he became and a so jigsaw he ended up uh, ended up so he didn't Mark learn his
1: lesson no, he did. Did he learn a lesson? He no,
0: did. But, but the problem is that the lessons only go as far as like if someone's copying Jigsaw and they're not one of the acolytes, they're not following the rules, kill them. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to try to make it fair. Well, Just you, kill
1: them. that Hoffman guy get away with it for quite a while.
0: Yeah, he killed like a load of people. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't very fair. What's his
1: name? Friggin' um, shitty James Ramar. He doesn't look like James Ramar. He's, he's like Poundland James Ramar.
0: Oh, the guy that Hoffman. Oh, Hoffman, yeah, he yeah. definitely is. Yeah,
1: well, he's, that, he's in something.
0: He's in loads of stuff. He's got a Greek now. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. He's really irritating.
1: Mike Stoklasser. Yeah. Yeah. He's not very uh, good
0: in anything. I don't think that he's ever good in anything. I really don't. He's not very good in any of these. He doesn't emote very well. doesn't really do anything. He doesn't anything. need
1: to. He just needs to grumble a bit <laughs> yeah. and make a try. But
0: anyway, he ends up dying in this, and then we get Jigsaw 8. Or, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Which
1: is oh, fun.
0: I like jigsaw yeah. there is only one trap that I think is just bullshit and that is the motorbike one because I don't really know how you're meant to survive that which one was that one so there's like a motorbike and a drill like an inverse drill so it's got like razor blades on the inside and mm-hmm. the bike engine is revving and moving the saw around really quickly and your body is slowly oh, the meat being grinder loaded thing. into it. yeah
1: lowered into it that one's it. hilarious
0: yeah but it doesn't make any fucking sense he's
1: got to stay right in the middle
0: no he doesn't he mm. has to He has to turn off the ignition like that's yeah. the whole point is he's like turn off the ignition but that doesn't make any fucking sense um, but yeah like that's the only part that I was just like this doesn't make any fucking sense but
1: the rest of Cost
0: it's fine bad law it turns out that it's all in the all in the past yeah and the new jigsaw bum 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 is a nurse that's never been in the series before <laughs> Oh, mystery! Fun, fun things. One of my, one of my you favorite. Never scene... see her again. He's my... in virtuosity. <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite. <laughs> He's in virtuosity.
1: Yeah, Costas Mandalore. He's in Jesus. virtuosity. Classic film. Yeah, Classic, I actually like virtuosity. Starring Denzel Washington and um, Russell Crowe, yeah, two was... Oscar winners.
0: Yeah, Russell Crowe is spectacularly good in that. He revels in that film. He just genuinely is like.
1: Do you know what else Costas Mandalore is in? What? Cos- Cosmic Sin
0: oh no no the new Bruce Willis film don't watch it has got 2.5 stars do not watch and... it do not watch it I'm not, I've not even tried to review it for this because it's so bad yeah. Um, but yeah Jigsaw uh, has a really fun CGI kill at the end I don't know if you remember it oh um, the laser thing laser thing yeah, yeah, yeah so they, they hit at this laser thing early on like they make it seem like it's in the future because they've got space lasers to remove Jigsaw traps Does they yeah, because they you know the beginning, you see the laser. It's used to remove the bucket off of one of the people that dies in the beginning trap. Oh. And they're like, oh, who's this? Um, But like, uh, yeah, it's... uh And then it, later on, it's incorporated into like... It's a new version of the shotgun, the shotgun necktie, isn't it? And it just yeah. turns it in and slices the guy's head. All in all, Jigsaw the series is very hit and miss. It's mostly bad, if I'm totally honest, but it's bad in like a fun way. I think Jigsaw's magic... I think he's actually a a magician because there's no way to explain. He knows what's going to happen. As he's dying, he's eating tapes like they're fucking M&M's. He has milk with them.
1: Costas Mandalore was in a film called Dino Croc and his character name was Dick Sidney. Great. Dick (laughs) Sidney.
0: Great. It's about about the level of film that he could probably... probably I'm trying to find
1: the Oscar winning, random Oscar winning film he's going to be (laughs) in.
0: In Cosmic Sin, he was English.
1: Oh. He's not English.
0: No, he's not. He's American. Yeah. He puts on an English accent like this. He's like, Bruce Willis, we need you to come here. And and he'll Bruce press. was
1: like, "Oh, people doing, <laughs> do <an> <laughs> people doing accents? Can I do an accent?
0: People doing accents. Can I'm I'm I do an accent? I'm doing an accent from I'm now on. Do, I'm doing you, an accent. you can't tell it, but I come from four feet away from where I was actually born in real life. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm Bruno oh fuck yeah I remember my, the main role that Costa's Mandalore well, is famous for So for no he was Lord Shin in the live action Fist of the North Star movie
0: yes,
1: starring Woken Zone Gary Daniels
0: I thought that was Chris Penn
1: no no Chris Penn's in it Chris Penn's dead he's the guy who has his um, head all yeah, stapled yeah, he is, together yeah. Chris Penn's yeah. also dead yeah in real he's, life. he's very dead yeah
0: they got the wrong pen They super died they got the wrong pen yeah. when, they, when Chris Penn died uh, but yeah uh, he was in The Doors was There's it? your
1: Oscar-winning film that he's randomly in. Italian Count.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Cunt. Oh, I love T-Rex. Um... T-rex. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? With disrespect. <laughs> that
0: was good. I like that. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> And the Saw, Saw movies, yeah, they hit and miss. Like, they're really hit and miss. And uh, they're mostly bad. But if you can enjoy good, bad films, this is definitely a David Spade. Yeah, sorry, if you can't enjoy good, bad films, it's definitely a David Spade. But if you can, this is a Matthew Modine. Like, good and bad. Like, it's all. Matty Modine! Matty Modine's come out twice this week. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed rewatching them all. I could be really honest. There was only one that I zoned out on for yeah, a little bit. I watched,
1: bit. like,. I, watched all, I re-watched them all once. I, I'd only seen Saw 1 and 2. Yeah. And then I think Saw 7 was coming out, and I thought it would be a good idea to watch all the films, and that's when I watched them all in one week. Yeah. That was a bad idea, because yeah. Saw 7 wasn't worth it. No, it was
0: um, not. If you did that in the run-up to Jigsaw, it would be the most anticlimactic... Yeah, no, the do- most
1: anticlimactic marathon ever was when Paul and Christian tried to get me to watch all the James Bond films with them. Ugh. And the final one that they went to the cinema to see at the end was Quantum of Solace.
0: Still, I say, some good bits in that film.
1: Quantum of Science? Yeah. No, there's no good bits in that film. They're terrible. Are, there are some good
0: bits in that there's film. nothing good in the, that film. It's the stunt fun. at the end where the house is setting on fire and exploding, incredible.
1: They fucking build a massive, great, big wooden house on top of a load of flammable oil. It's not wooden. It's The house is wooden. It's not wooden. There's a whole plot point that it's wooden. And then he sets fire to it. And it only gets set on fire because friggin' Bond reverses a car into a gas pipe. Fucking by accident.
0: I still like the ending to that, where he's like, "I, I give you an hour before you try and drink this can of oil." That gives him the can of oil. And he's like, "You can walk across the desert." He's out in the middle of Oh, because
1: he was hoarding all the water and stuff. Yeah, it all was that's, it
0: basically the idea was to raise the price of water. Yeah, you know what's funny? There's actually water now. It's on, the
1: swantum of solace. And people can now trade for water. I'm not sure what it means. Water is
0: water is no longer no longer uh, resources of, of free and escaped from the uh, trading. Uh, system it's now up there with gold and oil and bitcoins and bitcoins um but yeah like so yeah definitely matthew Modine. that's all over the fucking shop i think that if i had if i i think that spiral is going to be bad i've got this feeling that spiral is going to be bad but i'm still looking forward to
1: samuel jackson in it can't be that bad it's got samuel jackson in it
0: Mm -hmm. i ain't getting no trap motherfucker
1: He'll be all like, "I've had it with these goddamn traps in this goddamn warehouse."
0: I don't see no motherfucking saw in here. I want to chop my leg off. Get me out of this bathroom. I'm seventy-five years old. Let him have a rest. He's only twenty years older than Chris Rock. No, uh, <laughs> you're a viewer. I watched um, Jupiter's
1: Legacy. Oh, I watched this too. No, you didn't. I did. Shut up. Oh, um, this is mediocre. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, so. I was saying last time, I'm not going to watch these superheroes, are they good, actually, things. Um, I thought, fine. I'll give this a try. I thought it was a film at first. I thought the trailer was for a film. And then I saw it was a series. And yeah. I was like, uh... Because yeah. if it was a film and it was like two hours long, fine. But it's a series. Yeah. But I started watching it, and the episodes were of a random length. Yep. Um, and the thing is, right, This this series feels like you're watching two separate seasons of a show at once...
0: Um, Which one did you find more interesting? I don't know. I liked the past. I found neither of them interesting. I liked the past more than the present.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's because that's 'cause just giving you the first act. Yeah. Like, so the whole thing is we're in a world, superheroes exist. There's like a generations of superheroes now. People have grown up with superpowers. you got like the original Union, yeah. Justice League. Um, you know, and they're trying to raise, some of them are trying to raise their kids, there's like other generations, there's all these superheroes who have come from somewhere. The show doesn't tell you fuck all. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm fine with not finding out how they got their powers and stuff until later in the series, but at least maybe establish how the world exists. But the thing yeah. is, the world only exists because of when they got their powers in the 1930s. So you should probably front load that and give us that part, or uh, pulling it. And do one season set in the past and one season set in the present. Because yeah. there's no benefit to it going back and forth in time. Because the past sequences don't tie into the current If you want to do flashbacks properly, you watch Arrow. Because Arrow managed flashbacks really well. Because the past sequences almost always tied in directly to what was going on in the future. Like, he, somehow his events in the city always tallied up to exactly five years ago on the island. Yeah, But in this, it's like they're doing the whole same... Back and forth, but it does it, none of it ties. None of it thematically ties together.
0: Did you um? Did you notice one of the superpowers they got from the island was <laughs> all of their charisma drained from them immediately after leaving the island? Yeah, because I don't
1: know. Yeah, we haven't seen what they're like when they're heroes yet. Everyone was void of being charisma when we met wacky them. when you see him at the end. They were yeah.
0: telling jokes. Everybody was void of charisma by the time it was the future. Scenes. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. It's trying to be a serious drama thing. I can see what it's trying to do. I see it's trying to make it more about the human drama than it is the superheroes. But the thing is it's I mean, the show as a whole is trying to be like a dissection of the golden age of superhero comics. Yeah. Um and what the American dream means and can the American Dream still mean the same thing it did back in the nineteen thirties or whatever. Mm. And it takes like a bunch of superheroes that very much evoke the DC sort of golden age. Of the Justice Society of America, yeah, and compares them to like a younger generation where it's not all just fun bank robbers and you know adventure nowadays. Like superheroes are getting killed and people are dying, yeah, and lot. they're still sitting with this code of like you mustn't kill. And there only really
0: seems to be like two villains as well.
1: Yeah, I quite like Black Star. I thought he was quite funny. I thought he was quite funny. Yeah, he's played by I, Tyler Main.
0: I wish that he was played by um um what's his name? The guy who played Wishmaster. <laughs> Wishmaster. He really seemed like a Wishmaster yeah, it's, style. it's group.
1: Tyler Mayne, it's Sabretooth from yeah, X Men. I, I did check um, afterwards because he. Hardly any of the cast or anyone I've ever seen any Josh before. Duhamel? Yeah, that's the only guy. Like, do
0: you not know the woman who played his wife? Oh,
1: that was the news report from Iron Man.
0: She was also one of the lead characters in Und- Undisturbed or, or <laughs> Unpopular or whatever that sitcom was in that. the 90s.
1: But it's a lot of old man makeup. I do think, um, you know, his brother. Yeah, brainstorm. Yeah, the psychic guy. He's his old man. Makeup actually looks really, really good. It's incredible. Good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I found it so fucking weird that Utopian's wife looks older in the past. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Like, I didn't realize looks, it was her until the second time wider, they get back. to Doesn't her. she? Like, um, she just looks the like the like haircut, a haircut wee... in it. She doesn't mm.
1: have that bob anymore. Maybe. But um, yeah, uh, the thing is, is that the there's certain elements, certain times where it really feels good. Like, I like the episode where it follows um, the H- Hutch- Hutchinson's son. And he's doing his heists. And I really like him. He's got his yeah. yeah, and the whole reveal that Rod thing isn't like necessarily a teleportation rod. It's like you know, it's it's linked to him genetically. Yeah, and people try to take his it dad off made of him. It for just him. It. like yeah. Do you remember? Well, no, his Dad didn't make it for him. Have you read the comics? His dad didn't make it for him. No, no, because you find out it's what the the power that that one random guy who joined their team on the island had. Yeah, he got a rod for some reason.
0: Well, you know, in the comics, spoilers. You know the story for that in the comics, don't you? Have you read the comic? No,
1: I don't read comics. Uh, comics are for so nerds. In the
0: comic, his dad was the was the technological guy. Yeah, Silver his, Fox. Yeah, and his son was born without powers. Sky Fox. Yes, yeah, Sky Fox. His son was born without powers, and so he made him that rod. So he basically had like all the powers of his favorite. Superhero. He told
1: him he made it in the show. He says, "My dad made it," but he didn't. When you see at the end, where after they've got their powers, and it's the last flashback, yeah. and they're you know sitting around the table. That extra guy they picked up, who we don't really know what his powers is. He's got the rod, and they have a whole sequence where they're talking about, yeah, yeah why do like, you that's have my that chair and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, why do you have that rod? No one else no one else has this extra thing. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't his dad who made it. So yeah. I think what happened. I mean, we don't know what happens to that guy in the future. We guarantee Sky Fox killed him, yeah, and took the rod. Or my other plot twist idea: Blackstar's got that guy. Oh,
0: what Charlie? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's that missing guy.
0: So. I have a lot of issues with having the past so well done in terms of characters and pacing, hmm. and I think that that is partially down to the fact you've only got six or seven key characters. Nothing in the much past.
1: happens in the future, in the and in the future you've stuff. got
0: so many characters, and it's so like there you are characters like, that die that are meant to be significant, you and like significant. three
1: episodes of stuff in the future, yeah. and it's I don't know. That's what I say. They should have done. They should have done it like it, and did one series set in the past, and then. I, Do your future stuff as a second series. Have two things. Have Jupiter's Legacy 1939 or whatever and yeah. Jupiter's Legacy 2020.
0: But the problem is that I had no one in the future that I linked to. No one I really yeah. gravitated towards. Whereas in the past, I had that young black dude who was on the boat who <laughs> was really intelligent. Clearly he had like fought his whole life to be in the place that he was at. Mm. And like even things like he knew about the boat's pump. Like He had taken the time to learn about that just in case anything goes wrong. And then Charlie, who is... Quite possibly the best setup for a villain ever. He seems charismatic. Char- Char- Char-
1: Charlie's not Charlie Straight, Skyfox. This is Greg, isn't it? Or Greg or George? George. 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 Or George. Sorry. George. Um, yeah. The guy they good... pull out of the water is the one who disappears and you don't know what's happened to yeah. him.
0: But he is such a good setup for a villain. Like there are so many scenes that are throwaway scenes of excess that are clearly signs of someone who has. I don't think he is a villain. Yeah, nor do I I think that they chose to do something that he went against I think Brainstorm is the reason he chose not to yeah,
1: be plot spoilers and twists and stuff yeah. although that whole, I saw someone saying "No, the plot twist at the end I couldn't believe it and I was like that was fucking clear from the first yeah. episode I was like right away when he's like sitting there maybe we should take control from if you read, villain
0: <laughs> if you read the comic like he keeps banging on about taking over everything yeah it has nothing to do with the past in the comic they don't no. talk about the past at all in the comic like, they just go, we went to the island, oh yeah, the things that happened on the island, now we've got powers.
1: They did um, spin-off comics that did the yeah. whole back it's like like, old backstories. Like, all the of...
0: kids are junkies in the future, all the superhero mm-hmm. kids are junkies in the future, because they're essentially, like, Im- Instagram influencers. Yeah, They've just g- given all this power, all this money, and they have no yeah. care about anyone. Things. is, it's
1: very surface level. Yeah. There's also a certain level of friggin' um, Christian, like... Iconography and stuff. Yeah, That's... Well, not just the iconography, like, the whole... You know the whole scene where one of the girls goes and she's like, "I'm thinking of leaving the union," and Utopian's son yeah. is like, you know, gives the speech about how great it is to be, even though yeah. he's had the doubts. And that feels like one of those things which, like, I've had a Christian, uh, a religious epiphany, and I'm going. Yeah. The sunlight shining through behind his head and it causes a halo behind his head during that scene. But um, yeah, the thing is, it's, it's so surface over Everyone constantly talks about stuff. It keeps introducing elements that it's not going to explain, and like. Like there's that one character who turns up and looks like Cinema Snob, who can like manipulate stuff that isn't metal. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. know Cinema Snob from nostalgia critics. Yeah, but with he's, hair yeah.
0: and a human being and not a monster. Yeah, yeah.
1: but um it just the same stupid fucking voice. But yeah. I thought maybe he was the other one we never saw. No, no. He just turns up, disappears, so, guest star, but he's so, not some actual. So we I don't know I don't
0: know if you got this from, from the scenes they show in the past, but I think that this I haven't read the prequel comic. Yeah. I've only read Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle or Jupiter Ascending, whatever the second one is. I haven't read the prequel, but in in the prequel, apparently... Jupiter Ascending's the, the Wachowski. Wachowski film, yeah, sorry. There's, there's another copy, so there's Jupiter's Legacy, Jupiter's Circle, and there's something else, I can't remember what they are. Um, but in that, you know when they, the boat, they send out their radiation that flies out from the uh, island. Oh, yeah,
1: everyone. that's what radiates everyone. In, mate. I mean, that's pretty simple. Everyone yeah. there has Potent- got a little bit of power and their well, if, offspring are going to have that's superpowers. That's
0: apparently gone all over the world. Yeah. So potentially anyone could be a superpower. A super well, superpower.
1: I, I think it's the next generation. Yeah. Because it but, sounds like they like were operating on their own for a while and just yeah. dealing with bank robbers and escalation starts up.
0: But the people that put their hands on the rock are like the OG, the yeah. most powerful. Utopian Sun, for instance. Yeah. Is <laughs> shit at fighting. Gets beaten up constantly. But Utopian seems quite good at fighting.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> thing is, is that is all... It sounds an awful lot like his whole thing was like, oh, you're going to take on my legacy, but no actual, like... Training. Teaching yeah. them. Like, no discipline or training. And then the whole thing with the daughter is like... That's probably the most relatable stuff because she's had this whole thing where you're going to be a huge star. And she doesn't want that. No. She wants to do her own thing, but her own thing also involves becoming a huge star. Yeah. <laughs> I liked... I, I think maybe if she just worked in a coffee shop.
0: I think you can tell that Josh Duhamel is trying a lot in this. Mm. Uh, his little scene with her where he... No he goes in, to
1: visit her and has a chat.
0: Yeah. Not even that, the dinner table where she comes in really fucked off her tits. She's like high no, yeah, on yeah, something yeah, and that's drunk. That's the first episode, yeah. Yeah, and he has that tiny little conversation where he's like, I saw your photo shoot and you looked beautiful in it. And she's like, thanks dad. And then he's like, could have won won a little bit more. And she's like, she's like, oh god, you're always trying to control me. It's like, no, he's, he's 150 years old. He's clearly struggling with modern times, but he's doing his best. And he made one comment that isn't even that bad. It's not that bad a comment. That's a dad comment. Yeah. Like, that is a natural instinct for every parent to want to be. Yeah, I mean, it would
1: have been worse if he said something like, I was rock hard when I looked at pictures. <laughs> like,
0: I tell you what, that magazine is not opening again because Super Seaman is gluing those pages together.
1: <laughs> destroyed the building. Um, sure. There's another thing that really irritates me on the show. It's the most irritating thing is it's got that Christopher Nolan sound balancing. Oh yeah, where sound effects and music is like 500 decibels louder than any vocals, any yeah. voices. Fucking move your voice to the front, put your music at your back. Trust us, we will hear the music. Yeah, we don't need explosions to be really loud. And you know, if you want to make sure it's a proper drama, just bring down all the voices. He just really tries low. to do
0: that. He tries to do that thing where it's like, I don't know, I don't know where it started, and I don't like it, but. There's this whole it's been
1: the last five years or so, it's become really common. Not just yeah. in this, in Nolan Films. It's
0: it's like a filmic it's a f- approach. It's
1: thing that's frigging... Friggin', Isn't it called,
0: like, hiding the mics?
1: Audio editors take on frigging shaky cam.
0: Yeah. It's called, like, From hiding the, the mics. So it's basically micing the scene like it's not mic So you've got everybody... So if you were in the room, what would you hear? And this that's the problem, is that, like, we're not going to hear that, because, mm. firstly, they ADR most of their lines over the top. Mm. So we want to hear them.
1: Just let me fucking hear it. Um, I wanna hear I wanna have a nice volume I can put the TV at and not worry about it suddenly being
0: I just can't get over there the casting for George is too good because that guy's just too charismatic and too interesting. Yeah, who
1: is he? I don't know who he is.
0: I have no idea. I've not seen him anything else, but every scene he's in, he is so much better than everyone else and it's irritating. Yeah,
1: but the other brother, I like the other brother, brainstorm, he's yeah. quite fun. Because he's also there's a transformer cool brainstorm.
0: But I like the scene where he's got the hundred <laughs> eggs all boiled at different times. That is a waste of egg. It's so I interesting. I would eat them all. But like, that is, that's what <laughs> we I You mean. should cut I mean. to the other <laughs> side Paul Newman's there. <laughs> that's what I mean by that, like, that supervillain mentality. Mm. Like, the excess. Oh, everything's there
1: just to, for him to waste.
0: Yeah. Like, everything's there. At a time when so many people are struggling, he is just oh, living. Ben it.
1: Daniels is brainwave. No. Brainstorm, brainwave.
0: But um, I really like that egg scene where he's, like, where he's like, she'll take an 84, he'll take a 63. Just a little bit running. Mm. like that and the idea that in his head no he
1: just goes what do you want because I feel like a 72 today yeah oh do you know what he was in what right okay so George George Hutchins' actor yeah can't remember his name he is in Twilight no it's oh he's in The Mandalorian he was a Republican soldier in Mandalorian didn't even have a name Um, where is it I just saw it briefly flick up on the screen and it is a masterpiece he's in a lot of Star Wars stuff a lot of voiceover acting oh there you go yeah he's a lot of voice acting uh, where the fuck was it? I saw it flick up. Is there you go. Vampires suck. He was Edward Sullen in Vampires guess
0: I guessed Twilight, and yeah. it turns out it's the parody version. Yeah. Um, so he's a very,
1: disaster movie as well.
0: He has a very Twilight look to him. Um, but no, he's, he's really fucking good in this. Hmm. Like, really, I liked his character. I liked the way that he approached the situation. I like the fact that he was the only person who could kind of deal with Utopian. Like everyone else was fucking like trying to abandon him and like immediately his name's dismissing Matt him. Atlanta. That's a great name. That's what Atlanta should be called. He
1: looks like Army Hammer if he wasn't a cannibal. How old is he? Uh, thirty-seven. No, he's thirty-eight now. He was his birthday a couple of weeks back. There Happy should be a, birthday!
0: If there's going to be a battle of a Matt, oh, is the
1: Vampire Sucks rated higher than? I mean, both of them are bad. Oh, Sars Vampire Sucks
0: was made by a different studio. It wasn't made by the same people. It was. Disaster movie. No, yeah, it was a different studio.
1: I mean they're all the same people. It's the same
0: shit. I, mean, it? It I still don't think those directors exist.
1: No. I know people always say I feedbugs so I don't think they exist. No, nor do no, I. No. I know there's pictures of them. I know there's interviews with them. So I still don't think they exist. Here's my I running theory.
0: You remember the, the Globus Brothers? Hmm? The what were they called? The Globus Brothers? Uh the people that ran Canon Pictures?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I reckon they found the cheap version of The Fountain of Youth. They accidentally found it on the set of that unreleased Journey to the Centre of the Earth. I don't think that's what
1: happened. That sounds And really they're now
0: immortal, but they continue to I age. I think more likely
1: producers pay a whole bunch of hack screenwriters to churn out a comedy script. And what they're doing. And no one's actually directing What they're on set. doing is
0: Canon Pictures the came back. The cameraman's directing. Canon Pictures came back and they made those movies. Ah yeah
1: canon pictures make better movies than
0: that <laughs> I still want to see that journey to the centre of the earth they apparently finished it before going bankrupt yeah. and it looks amazing like it's proper like fucking weird horror like there's a running plot where everybody in the boat who's journeying to the centre of the earth is mutating slowly as they oh, travel nice. close to the earth that makes sense and like it's because their bodies are trying to deal with the gravity and all this other shit and they're all mutating into horrible monsters and they have to get up before the mutation takes it's amazing uh, but yeah Jupiter's descending I enjoyed it how did you feel about it Han?
1: Jupiter's Ascending, I don't know. Me- Jupiter's legacy. You fucking stop. Me- Jupiter's legacy was shockingly mediocre, uh, with maybe three good episodes. Um, Mostly in the past. The feet. Thi- that's another thing. Actually, the episodes aren't episodes. Like, there's very few of them that have a point. Like, no. there's very few of them that have like this is the goal of this episode. The second to last episode does. Yeah. Like, you have clear stakes in that second to last episode. The clear stakes are they need to get into brain into that clone of Thingy's brain. To figure it out what you know, what was going on there and also they're on the island heading towards getting their powers. Yeah. But then you have like a 37 minute essentially an epilogue, final act. Should've just smushed those two episodes together, have an hour and a half long final episode. Yeah. Um like why is the last episode 35 minutes long? So bizarre when all the others are like forty five to fifty six minutes or something. Like But um Yeah, it's
0: just it's just a mess. It's and completely There's so
1: much man? stuff that's like completely open for the next series nothing's tied up
0: in the first like I thought this was going to run the first arc of the comics which is Mm. Utopian dies at the end of that spoilers killed by his son
1: you're spoiling everything
0: and it turns out Brainwave has been orchestrating the whole thing Skyfox you don't hear about him at all like he's hinted at Mm. and like they've still got the battle on the hill there's none of the past shit it's literally just like here are superheroes here are their kids their kids are junky assholes who are privileged and don't know what the fuck they're doing it's a Mark Miller thing it's all miserable yeah they get that battle on the mount. People die. People get upset. And then Brainwave kills the wife by making her think she's fighting everyone and winning. But really, in reality, her brain's completely shut down. They're just, like, stabbing and shooting her and chopping her up, and it's fucking horrible. And then Utopian's killed by his son because his son's the only person as powerful as him. Potentially more powerful. Yeah. Um, and then, the, basically, you know the sister, her and the guy with the rod, go on the run because she's pregnant with his kid. Um, and they go on the run
1: and there's a seven year gap
0: between the first series and the second series so by the time the second series starts she's a young girl Hmm. and like it turns out the financial things that Brainwave was coming up with didn't fucking work none of it worked even though it was probably sound for that moment in time it just fucked everyone the economy's fucked like and the world's fucked
1: spoiling the second series of Jupiter's legacy they're never
0: going to release a fucking second series (laughs) that deals with that they're going to get one more season maybe but that'll be
1: the second series
0: yeah but it won't even Utopian won't even die in that They'll no, still Just Jamal's money They'll string it along Just
1: mouse has been in Two Three Three Transformers movies Three Transformers movies Yeah Big money <laughs> Just mouse.
0: But um, But they won't They're going to make one more series of this And then they're never going to answer um, any questions
1: Who's the other guy Ty West Ty West maybe Is that his name No I can't remember who the other guy was He's in Fast and Furious Tyrese 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 Gibson yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's the other guy. I think hey. it was Ty something.
0: Oh, from Transformers.
1: Yeah, Big Money.
0: Isn't it funny that he's in four Transformers films and Josh Dumbledore's in three? Because mm. he, he? he comes back in Transformers three, doesn't he? Probably. Tyrus Gibson. He's yeah, yeah, he is. House. Yeah, in yeah. The, he's one the, of the, um, the commando building. guys. Yeah, the building falls yeah, over. The opens. house
1: falls over, yeah. it's just, sliding.
0: just a little house. Sorry, a yeah, building slides. Yeah. He's, that's a great action scene. Yeah. Same about the rest of the film. Yeah. I'm The Dead and Friday. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait Netflix. Come on, another one just over the back end. Oh,
1: it's Bumblebee again, that was good. That was a good film. But Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. The comics
0: are actually alright.
1: It's reaffirming my belief that I just can't be asked to watch it. If I say any good things, um, at least the superheroes didn't feel like they were just straight up clones of existing DC heroes. Yeah. Like, they may have had similar powers, but they were like different characterizations and you know it didn't feel like we were just like invincible where it feels very much like you're you're watching an alternate universe like if you did an episode of dc comic and they travel to another dimension it's the invincible dimension yeah you yeah that fit in perfectly but i think
0: that the invincible feels so much like an amount but then of, again at the same
1: time it's so vague what powers anyone has in jupiter's legacy that yeah
0: In Invincible, it felt like... Everyone can fly. (laughs) In Invincible, it felt like it was an amalgam of DC and Marvel. Yeah. Like, it just felt like it was, like, every one of those... Yeah, but not not every single character
1: was based on something that already exists.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was all poppy and bright and happy. Yeah. Whereas this is that sepia-toned sadness. But, like, even
1: Utopian, he's not, like, a straight carbon copy of um, Clark Kent Superman. He's... You know, he's, he's
0: very right wing, very conservative. He's not
1: necessarily white wing. There's he's a whole He's conservative. Yeah, he's conservative, but he like he recognises a Nazi when he sees it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I thought it was interesting like the like, right in the first episode, he was like, I don't care what they call themselves now, they're still Nazis. Yeah. It's like, you know, he's he's I don't, I don't like he's that, that good version of conservative that yeah. the Americans think they are. I when really their brainwave
0: <laughs> I don't like the idea that they this is a very Mark Miller thing, but they didn't interfere in World War II. Yeah. And things like that. I don't like the idea that people... Well,
1: it's one of those things where they don't want to check, you know, do a whole... You know, World War II never happened. Because if you say World War II never happened, you're basically saying, we saved all the Jews.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of the thing I don't like is that... it. There is an interesting story to be told about, like, what if mm. instead of it being tank versus tank... Because that's basically what superpowers were back then. Mm. If you had the best tanks, if you had the best bombs... You would just, your enemy would try and make better tents, better bombs. If mm. you had superheroes, your enemy would try and make superheroes. But if they no?
1: tried to interfere, you probably would have had Germans trying to make superheroes. Yeah. And then and that would have been interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at, you don't watch The Boys. Or well, you didn't. Did I can't you? be asked to watch The Boys. So in The Boys, like. There's all one, Watchmen fanfic. One of the characters is. Chiefs' Legacy is Watchmen fanfic. <laughs> well, <laughs> The Boys is a lot funnier. And also, Carl Urban carries that show. Mm. Carl Urban and Jack Quaid are both incredible. They really carry that show. but is that the
1: guy who looks like Bill Hader?
0: Yeah. He's yeah. actually Dennis Quaid's son. Is he?
1: Yeah. Oh, I like Dennis Quaid in um, Enemy Mine.
0: I like Dennis Quaid <laughs> when he was dating... In Inner Space. He was dating the character from... Not the character, but the lady who was in Inner Space that I can't remember the name of. She was in When Harry Met Sally and I'm blanking. Mm, it's not Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, Ryan yeah. He Meg dated... Ryan's not in Inner
1: Space, is she? Yeah. Is oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He dated Meg Ryan for years. Oh, no, it's Martin Short they cheered on it. Oh, he dated Martin Short for
1: years from In the Space
0: yeah <laughs> speaking of Tyrese Gibson do you remember Legion with Dennis Quaid
1: no mm, uh, oh was on the Benny. space thing
0: Paul Benny no it's Angels
1: oh I'm thinking of the space thing Paul pa- Benny pa- plays para- the angel paramo- Michael and he helps, helps
0: Tyrese Gibson and Dennis para,
1: Quaid not Parabellum Parabellum what's the space one with Dennis Quaid it's oh, a space horror um, movie yeah uh, Pandorum or something Pandorum yeah something like that yeah yeah, that was
0: alright. It's basically Space Ghosts on Mars. Well, I guess it's just Ghosts on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, interesting. Alright, is it my last review? Yeah. Freaking, okay. God. Okay, so. It's going to be a quick one, it's going to be a quick one. I have played 24 hours of Resident Evil 7 in a week. <laughs> Resident Evil 8's are in a week. It's close to 24 hours at this point, Ant. I've got a problem. Help me. I Resident need Evil 8? Yes. You said 7. Sorry, I know I meant 8.
1: What did you say, 27? I can't, I wasn't paying attention. I played
0: 25 hours of Resident Evil 8 in the last week. Mm. That's a lot of time to be playing Resident Evil 8. That's too much time to be playing Resident Evil 8. I've also somehow, in that time, run 40k, so...
1: While playing Resident Evil 8? Yeah, mm. at the same time. Oh, you got one of those, like, <laughs> running...
0: <laughs> the little, little machines from, um...
1: No, the VR thing, where you yeah. wear the glott, slippy, yeah. salute shoes.
0: No. Um, yeah, I've played like 25 hours of this game. I've, uh, mostly completed all of it now. I've just got one last run to do, and then I've got a beat mercenaries mode, which I'm never going to be able to do because it's fucking tough. Um, but, good. yeah, I'm going to have to try. Um, it's really, really good. It's a Resident Evil game, man. But it's not like Resident Evil 7. Although it's like Resident Evil 7. It's more like Resident Evil 4.
1: Mm.
0: But it's not Resident Evil 4. It's its own thing, I guess. <coughs> so <coughs> Resident Evil 8 takes place in a, undis- un- it's a undisclosed, I guess. European village?
1: Again. Mm. Where
0: well, everybody has an American accent. Weird. Anyway, you're in a European village, there's a bunch of werewolves. There's something called the uh the Mega mm. Which is like a mold that is controlled oh, by mycelium. Yeah. There's a mold a fungus. It's a mold control. Well, fungus. Control, That's what a mycelium is. Yeah, it's they a, use it
1: in Star Trek Discovery.
0: It's a fungus controlled by <laughs> Madame Miranda, who is the leader of the four lords, oh. who each have a large area well, in be this. A
1: countess,
0: in this European town. What a um, lord? And dame, lady, lord lady? and lady. Yeah, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Because it's Lady Dimitrescu. 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 She, like, steps on you. No. I have played too much of this game, Ant. No. You play, as, you play as that beloved Resident Evil character. You've got to remember now, Resident Evil's been going for 23... So
1: many familiar faces Twenty twenty five
0: 25 years? 25? 26 years? Yeah, it was the 25th anniversary last year, I think, of Resident Evil. We met
1: 1996.
0: Yeah, so 25 years. This year. This year. Um, so twenty five years. You've got so many characters. Name a Resident Evil character off the top of your head.
1: Rebecca Chambers. Alright Name another one. <laughs> Barry.
0: Yeah. Barry. Yeah. Name another one. Chris. Yeah. Name another one. Claire. Yeah. Jill. Yeah. yeah. Leon. Yeah. Carlos. Name. Name like a name like some of the villains as well. Go for William the Birkin. Yeah. And any others? Nemesis. Yeah. So you've just named about. That mayor. You've named. Yeah. Chief Irons Chief Irons <laughs> you don't meet the mayor you meet Chief Irons yeah
1: no the mayor's the one is he <laughs> no Chief? it's Chief nah. Irons
0: yeah you get Sherry Birkin in that game um, so if you play as Claire midget
1: the- guy with the Napoleon hat on yeah count yeah, there's a, a giant well. statue yeah. that chases you with yeah that's the best part so uh, actually the best part's when you have the knife fight with the general when it's like QT and it's like General Bowser? Ho- yeah it's the most homerotic thing it ever it is
0: very homerotic. do you know yeah. you find out how he got infected in the arm in the uh, Umbrella Chronicles did he get bitten no, you got injected. Uh, oh, that's boring. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so you just named quite a few Resident Evil characters. Yeah. So, so if I say the name Ethan Winters, yeah, I've heard the name. <laughs> not one of the first. Not one of the first twelve or thirteen <laughs> in the series to pop to mind. I didn't play Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Ethan Winters is the new protagonist in Resident Evil Seven. He was like a computer programmer, apparently. Who basically just got that email from his wife and like immediately headed over to help her. And then he uh he ended up uh he ended up fighting against the Baker family, which are a bunch of mutated southern, like cannibal style people. Um and along the lines he gained some abilities due to his exposure to the mould. Um despite receiving a cure, apparently, he still has some of the residual residual bits, like he gets his hand chopped off and he gets reattached, so on and so forth. Like little bits like that are uh, still in him, so he's still got some of those abilities. Um, in the time between Resident Evil 7 and 8, you can find some information in the documents available that basically show you that he um, he was being trained by the military in between the games. So for the last three years, he's been trained by the military, so he can better defend his wife and child, mm. uh, because in that time, they have had a child, and there are worries within the BSAA, which is the organisation from Resident Evil 5, so the Biological Terror Organisation. Well, they stopped Biological Terror, sorry. So BSAA. Um, oh, do they? Dun, dun, dun. Well, spoilers, they're using zombies in this game at some point. I uh. won't tell you what point. Um, but yeah, so the BSAA are looking after Ethan Winters. But, um, it's kind, kind of gone
1: off the rails this series a bit.
0: Yeah. You think now? You don't think it was Code Veronica? where no. Where they had a whole island full of mutant monsters in a prison? That one's was, cool. It was good. like the custard monster. Do you not think Gun Survivor?
1: No, Gun Survivor is a masterpiece. It's great. <laughs> Do you not think Dead Aim sit on a cruise no. ship?
0: No. you not think Revelations also sit on a cruise ship?
1: Well, um, the Game Boy one sit on a Resident Evil Gaiden, also yeah. sit on
0: a cruise ship? not yeah. cruise ships. There is. There's two
1: in Resident Evil Gaiden. And what happened when the pandemic kicked off? Cruise ships. Loads of people stuck on <laughs> cruise ships. It's the cruise most ships. realistic scenario. <laughs>
0: So, um, so Resident Evil 8, so you're going around the village. First of all, I've been playing on some the PS5. I did play it briefly on the PS4 Pro mode, because I got the PS4 version, because it was a little bit cheaper. Um, and you, I chucked it in, and because it was a PS4 disc, you couldn't automatically download the PS5 until the PS5 game released at midnight. Yeah. So for the first four or five hours on Thursday when it, was, when it arrived, not when it was released, I got it a day early. Um, I was playing the PS4 version and that game looked great it did look really nice it's got the checkerboarded 4K runs in 30 frames per second even on the PS5 it didn't really upscale it or it to 60 frames but it still ran really well and it looked really nice mm. um, couple of weird issues this, like, this is kind of an ongoing thing with PS4 games seems to be like a weird issue with textures I don't know if it's just me or if it's something else but when you're playing on a big 55 inch 4K TV and you're not too far away you can tend to see the detail really well and sometimes, if you're running, the castle just looks like a flat surface. It looks like a castle, so it's shaped like a castle.
1: Let's no, go on PS4. They just had like a sprite for the castle.
0: <laughs> what can a sprite? just like just a can of sprite yeah. with a pull tab open, so you walk yeah. in. Um, that's, that's just how unpowerful and weak the PS4 no, no. is so you know that's that's what I was going to get at so when the PS5 version did unlock it looks almost identical the only difference is it's got that 60, for, 60 frames per second loading times are a lot quicker even though there shouldn't be a massive difference in loading times when you're playing on the PS5 no, it
1: usually takes about the same amount of time it takes to open the door yeah
0: um, no no there's other bits and pieces so like mm-hmm. loading into a save and stuff um, but yeah, like all in all, the game runs fine. Looks incredible on the PS5. Looks incredible on the PS4 Pro. I don't know about the base PS4. I've heard it looks great, runs great. It's just 30 frames per second against 60, basically. Yeah. Um, and also ray tracing, mm. which we'll get into in a second. Oh, and is HDR. that another character? Ray tracing and HDR are both. Ray tracing is a new character in yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, HDR is a bit weird as well. I don't know what it is. PS4 HDR, but it seems a bit muddy. It's um, PS4
1: HDR is not the best anyway, no. but at least it
0: works. It does, it does work. Um, but yeah, mm. on the on the PS5, because you know, like there's that effect when you go into a house and your eyes adjust for a second mm. and you can see all like stuff that's in there. PS4, even when you go in the house and your eyes adjust, it's still just murky. Seems like almost like it loses a lot of the detail. Whereas mm. on the PS5, it retains a lot of that detail and you should see light flicker and shadow and everything else. That's partly probably to do with the ray tracing as well on that front though. Um, but yeah the game itself um story's really simple Ethan's trying to get back his kid his wife is shot very early in the game by Chris oh. um, although that may not be his wife dun, dun, dun. Um, and you, his it's, wife's lady demet screw and they yeah. live happily ever after I wish I yeah. wish those daughters I just want to say I find them very attractive <laughs> for crazy they're
1: not nine foot tall for lady. crazy
0: vampire women who are very goffy right up my alley <laughs> that's great uh, but yeah the whole game plays. They look like t-
1: the villains from that Keanu Reeves film, where the, you know he lets in those two. Don't not girls, yeah, whatever it's called, and then they bury him.
0: Yeah, no, they don't.
1: They bury him in the sand. They do the not back.
0: look like those women. They look like very attractive goffy nineteen-year-olds, oh. and boom, <laughs> it's great. Uh, but yeah, gothy
1: nineteen-year-olds. No- ni- yeah, what's your age? Nineteen.
0: <laughs> I am 12 like in Benchwarmers where he's just got the paper that says I am 12 and his picture stapled to Um no so all in all Resident Evil 8 fantastic game really good really enjoyable I like it a lot I would say that casual and standard are way too easy if you've played Resident Evil 7 start on hardcore it's called hardcore it's not you know you if you want to live hardcore you got to be hardcore and the legend of the rent was way hardcore so just play on hardcore um <laughs> I really fucking love this game. I played it all the way through. I've played it through three times now, different modes. Um, I started on hardcore, then I did a casual run to do the speed run because there's an achievement for getting it completed in under three hours. So I did that on casual, um, and then I played again through on casual to pick up some of the smaller achievements that you know would be a bit more difficult. And I'm now on my th- why can't you
1: just play a nice pick cross game? I'm on my so. last
0: my last playthrough will be on Village of Shadows hmm. mode, which is the name of the storybook. Yeah. Um, which basically details the whole story of the game. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, now, are you okay for me to do a quick spoiler reboot? No spoilers. It's not a spoiler for the game, it's a spoiler for after the game. That's the s- same thing. I want to talk to you about something. This is the same thing. So, uh, Capcom, they're not known to be lazy developers. This engine that they're using is pretty spectacular in terms of what it By can at the
1: end do. of the game, Barry turns up and he's like, and then some zombies so,
0: got shot and like, some hey, such. Hey, you were almost a Mia sandwich. Jill hey. sandwich. Well, yeah, no, but it's Mia in the
1: same Mia.
0: Jill, you were almost a Jill sandwich. Hey, I That's found right, this. That's right, Barry. <laughs> I found this. I can't use it. Could you use it? You use it? Will you accept the grenade launcher? <laughs> Jill, take this item. <laughs> you. For you, the master of unlocking. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's time to take the fight to it's Umbrella. Blood.
1: I hope it's not Chris's blood.
0: <laughs> Wesker. Um, yeah, really, really good, really enjoyable, really fun. Um, at the end, they're... I don't know if they just... Mankind ill needs a monster such as you. Now,
1: enough talk. Have at ye!
0: <laughs> Great. Some castle. Music.
1: Yeah. Um... What is a man? <laughs> Nothing Do but you... a miserable pile of secrets!
0: They changed that in the, the PSP version.
1: Ver- yeah, the P- it's a PSP version they changed it on. Oh. All versions since then have the wrong voices. It's crap.
0: Um, but yeah, at the end, there's like a scene where the car's driving off and there's a person walking towards the car and it, it has the little girl grown up in it. And they used Ethan's um, character model. For the girl? For, for, the, car, for the person walking oh. towards the car. And it's all way off in the distance, but if you go into photo mode, you can zoom in and see it. Oh. Um, but in most of the game, his head isn't on his character model. Yeah. So it's clear. It's clearly they've they've created the character model with the head.
1: That's where the cameras. Pun. That's where the cameras. There's no. Yeah.
0: Player. Yeah. There's no head on the character when you're playing the game. There's no third post third person mode. So yeah. The character model is just the neck down. Yeah. Even in the, that's where the even in the model viewer, like mm. the thing that you can get the collectibles. Mm. His character model has no head. It's just like a shadow. Yeah. So they've rendered this character with a face, with Ethan's face, and put him in the scene. And they've made it so that his... Because at the end, you've sort of lost two fingers and you've started to go sort of black and gross and you yeah. Um But in that scene, he, it looks like his his wounds have gone white, like they've healed over, or at least they've changed changed he the way they look. bandages on. Potentially. He's potentially Tom Cruise from The Mummy, mm. and he's got the powers of imatep Bandages,
1: bandages. Imatep is the Egyptian for bandages.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love the end of the Hot Hot Heat.
1: Made <laughs> a song about it. <laughs> it's a good song. I
0: loved Hot Hot Heat back in the day.
1: Bandages,
0: bandages. <laughs> on my hands and my
1: arms from you. Bandages, bandages, band these bandages. It actually wasn't called bandages. It was called Band of Jizz. Oh, yeah. Band of Jizz, Band of Jizz, Band of Jizz. Have like you seen that song? I, um, I'm going to think of you. I'm going to think of you. I'm going to think of you. If you like it or not, I'm going to think of you.
0: Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really good game. It's incredible looking. Um, I'm done with it for now, though.
1: No, you're not. You're going to be playing it tomorrow when I get home.
0: <laughs> I'm on a late shift tomorrow. You get home. Oh, actually, no, you finish at 6.30, don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you might be. You might catch me playing it. Uh, well, no, um, tomorrow I'm going to start playing Judgment. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm finally going to get Still, to I've got a copy of it. Have you not? I'll lend you my PS5 version. You got a PS5, right? No. <laughs> just chuck it in there. How would I put happens? a PS5? Just chuck it in there and see what happens. You can actually stream to a PS4 from a PS5. stupid. You can always just borrow my PS5 if you want to play Judgment. I'll just kill you and take it. I mean, you could try, but you need to... I cannot be killed by mortal weapons. Mm. So I've got these bandages on my hands. And <laughs> I've got the powers of Tom Cruise from The Mummy. Um... Yeah, it's really fucking good. I am really enjoyed it. I am, as I said, I'm done with it for now. I think this is very much like, this is the perfect version of Resident Evil. Resident Evil 7 takes a little bit more than seven hours to complete. Mm. Um, And even when speedrunning that game, I couldn't really get that down too much. Like, if I tried to get through it quicker than that, I'd probably four and a half to five hours. And I don't find it as interesting because the enemies aren't as varied in this. You've got a few different types of enemy. Um, And people have complained and said, like, there's not that many. But you've got these werewolf things that move quite quick, and they sort of they lunge to avoid bullets. So if Mm. you've got like a well-aimed headshot, they might lunge out of the way quite quickly. And then you've got these shambling corpses, and some of them have weapons, and they'll sort of like they'll fall and shamble towards the weight of the weapon where they're struggling Mm. to carry it along. And then you've got these big fucking tank things (sighs) that like have like metal face masks and metal arms like weapons on it's their not arms not
1: just a bunch of hicks this time
0: no no so like it is like the whole village has been slowly transformed and mutated into these things by the de- yeah. by the by Madame Miranda that's probably or Mistress an... Miranda whatever oh, yeah, I that's
1: know. not probably going to win you any votes in the local elections it is if
0: they're all monsters mm-hmm. or if you just get mail-in votes <laughs> just tick yourself yeah um they're, yeah, and and the end bosses... Like, there's been a bit of controversy because Frankenstein's Army, that film that came out in, like, 2007, some of the monsters look kind of similar. Yeah. And I can kind of see that a little bit in one or two of them. Well, no, in one of them, specifically. So there's... In this, there's, like, a fucking... There's, like, a robot man, and he's just, like, a big zombie that has, like, the jet... Like, the propeller of a plane on the front of him. Yeah. With, like, chainsaw blades instead of propellers. Uh-huh. And like, spins... And you find a document about this dude, he's like, in the document it says like...
1: Definitely not inspired by Frankenstein's army.
0: (laughs) No, in the document it says Heisenberg's basically written like, I wanted to try and create like a big tank-like monster that could just cut swaves through the lichen enemies, uh, but the thing's fucking stupid. Hmm. Cut its own hands off. Shit. (laughs) And then when you fight him he's got no arms, (laughs) it's obviously reached out to grab someone and chopped its own arms off in the blade. Um, but yeah, like it's a very cool set should piece. Put the that... blade further forward. Yeah, yeah. It's um, there's a very cool little fight with him. But
1: definitely, should give up on that idea just there. Like, no, I think you could workshop, yeah, iterate it. it, man. Do a couple of things. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool game. I really enjoyed it. The graphics are spectacular, and I really like the merchant, the Duke. Um, it's hinted at that he is also an experiment, or he's some sort of like he was some sort of a thing. Well, he's was a guy made. from Blade? Two. he's kind of like Blade, the Blade 1 fat zombie is it Blade 1 yeah the fat yeah. zombie it's like it's heavy but you're so big yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Blade 1 it's a great movie um, but yeah he um, he has like a loads of loads of really interesting little bits of dialogue that hint at stuff like you, you sell him stuff and he says specific lines of dialogue he also at one point says uh, he says what are you buying <laughs> that's just something an old friend of mine used to say and I was like I know what well they know each sure, other they probably yeah. hang out Um, I am really looking forward to so later this year they're releasing a Resident Evil 4 remake in VR apparently it's only coming out on Oculus Quest 2 but it's the whole game in VR can we
1: just stop doing Resident Evil 4 again it was already perfect to begin with yeah I know but
0: the whole game in VR actually sounds pretty good yeah because the targeting system in Resident Evil 4 that was so for people that don't know Resident Evil 4 was the first game to have like a true targeting system that meant the body parts would react differently Uh, Resident
1: Evil Dead Aim came out before Resident Evil 4 that wasn't Dead an on rails it gun survivor.
0: Yeah, that wasn't an on rails shooter. I should say,
1: Gun Survivor wasn't on rails shooter. It was a first person. It was. Just, no, it wasn't in arcades. It was a home PlayStation. It was arcades
0: it, as well. It was a PlayStation. There were arcade thing. releases as well. Wandering. We're going to have a look in a second, but there are arcade releases as well.
1: Um, but yeah, and the main character's name is Gus.
0: <laughs> but in uh, in Resident Evil Four, you could shoot weapons out of people's hands. Different different body parts would react differently. And um, and yeah. That in VR could work really well because that's one of the things I like most about Half Life Alex is stop throwing up. Sorry, that was a weird burp. In Half Life Alex,
1: throwing up in your mouth all the time.
0: <laughs> in Half Life Alex, they would respond really, really well to like if you were shooting someone with a handgun in the leg, mm. they'd react to it. And I think if you're well, making react to it too. <laughs> if you're making the whole of Resident Evil Four in VR, I think that, that could be a that could be almost on par with Half Life Alex as a VR experience if it's done well. I really think that that could truly be something spectacular. The only downside is it's only being re- released on the Oculus Quest 2. I refuse to buy an Oculus Quest 2. It won't be coming on PC or Oculus Quest 1, which is utter bullshit. Fuck you, Facebook, you cunts. But we'll see how that goes. Resident Evil 8 gets a Tom Atkins. I've been waiting three or four years for a new Resident Evil game, or maybe longer at this point. It was 2017 Resident Evil 7?
1: Possibly. It was longer than that, wasn't it?
0: Maybe 2016. It's been a while. Uh, but in between then, I've played Revelations 1 and 2, I've played through Outbreak 1 and 2, I've played Code of Veronica again, played the original Resident Evil, the remake again, I've got Resident Evil 4 teed up on my PS5, I'm gonna play through that again. Like, it's just reignited my love for the series that I, I've spent a lot of my time playing, and more than anything else has probably influenced the games I've bought. Because for so long, I think that they have influenced gaming as a whole. And, to see uh, to see it take on modern. Oh,
1: his name was Ark Thompson. Who is that? The main character in Gun Survivor.
0: <laughs> the first one? Yeah, he doesn't remember his, Who's the, uh, his what's identity. What's the villain's name again? Because he thinks. Yeah, he thinks he's the villain for most of the game. Yeah, like, it's only an hour long game. It's not even that. You can complete it in 25 minutes if you get the best gun at the end. <laughs> Do you know if you play for each time you unlock you a new hand. you cheat handgun? you guys? You always like gun, you have the better gun. If, you, if you play for it, uh, just a quick spoiler, a quick hint if anyone's going to play Gun Survivor on the PlayStation 1 from 2000. 2000 if you're going to play Gun Survivor from 2000, the, every time you play for it you get a new gun, depending on the path you take. Once you've taken all the paths, you unlock like a magnum, basically, and it's pretty great. You can pass through the game in like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, you can complete the original Resident Evil in an hour and 45 minutes. It's really hard. I did it when I was a kid. I you're don't know what it is. You're not again.
1: having fun if you do that.
0: I really did. <laughs> I really had fun. Um, I think, I think that, um, I think there's probably going to be some DLC for this game. So I'm going to get the season passes and continue playing it. Um, but I'm. That long cock. What? DLC. Oh. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that long cock. Hey.
1: Yes, it's really good. Um,
0: so, yeah, I'm probably going to do that. Um, but there's also, there's still rumours around the Resident Evil 2 and 3 games getting game patches for the PS5. Um, hopefully they do, because I'd really like to replay through those. Maybe, well, especially Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, uh, it ran really well on PS4 Pro, but that HDR really needs some treatment.
1: They should patch the, um, Resident Evil 1 remake. Why? Why not? What's wrong with that? Make it look as good as the GameCube version did.
0: It looks better than the GameCube version. They redid it all, didn't they?
1: It just doesn't have that lovely 480p Christmas. Well, no, the reason Christmas. the reason that one
0: looked so good is because they did the technology behind that was spectacular, and also it was a softer image. On the
1: GameCube, the greatest games console
0: ever made. 480p is like it was a softer image. So, mm. despite it being a very clear game, very sharp, it was a softer image. So overall, it sort of worked in its favour.
1: You're a softer image.
0: I, with nostalgia glasses on, if I try and remember that game, I remember it looking like real-life people running around real-life environments. It was
1: real-life people. It was a very complex game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of jills die. But yeah, Resident Evil 8, fantastic, spectacular. That's my last review. That's the last review of the episode. Ever. It's episode 160. We're going to go die now. Um, you can find Anne at lv 54 Monkey on Twitter. I'm
1: surprised the kebab rap I had isn't repeating on me because that was... Funny. I think I've got,
0: like, Sympathy Vomit. Um you can also find him at Mellow Gaming on YouTube. The also.
1: fiery fries were good. And the Reacting, chili poppers far. Fi-
0: Reacting Sentai Yoppa Ranger on uh, on YouTube. And also what's the uh Transform one?
1: Ants Bot Collection.
0: Ants Box Collection. Bot Collection. Box Collection. Various lunch boxes. <laughs> it's actually just pictures of men's genitals, isn't it? <laughs> it's the only lunchbox you like to eat from <laughs> I'm glad that someone's seen some Jane Silent Bob films uh, you can find me at Chris Apocalypse pretty much everywhere including on Playstation now I think and Xbox
1: yeah
0: yeah. so at Chris Apocalypse on everything. yeah
1: everyone's going to follow you on Playstation are they
0: I mean yeah. so I post all my nudes yeah, yeah. 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 only PSNs
1: <laughs> pretty small nubbin.
0: <laughs> pretty small navel actually and I'll have you know Right. you a spectacularly goodbye. small clover. I'm now. I just die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go die. Bye. Bye, everyone. As always, Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt. He's um, in a lot of debt. He's in a lot of debt. <laughs> He's got CCJ. Not I even... had a
1: county court judgment once. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it yeah, stays with you for six years.
0: Yeah, you had like a tax one. No, for rent. Oh, I for didn't rent.
1: pay my rent. They put me in county court judgment and then I got a job and they sent me the letter to go to court the day I got my uh, job. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me get out of court, even though I was like, I'm going to have full-time work and I can pay it all off. Oh. Yeah, they, they still made me go to court.
0: It should be and illegal. And get accounting
1: court judgment for it, six years.
0: It should be illegal to push people. Boris
1: Johnson over. should get a county court judgment for six years.
0: You've seen his lawyers are trying to get him out of it. Like, surely that costs more than just paying the 560
1: quid. Yeah, but the rich, they don't pay stuff.
0: You should pay it, though. No. No. Well, he's not rich though, is he? Because he can't afford to redecorate his own home. <sighs> he had to get rushing. He's given the
1: there. illusion of being rich, which is just as good as being rich.
0: He's such a cunt.
1: Anyway, say goodbye. Country's Bye. burning, guys. Bye. Get ready.
0: Bye. Eat the rich. Bye. Bye.